The average person spends 44 minutes a day thinking about food. At Oz Harvest, thinking about food is a full-time job because we're always looking for new ways to nourish our country and combat food waste and hunger. Every day, we rescue quality surplus food across Australia and deliver it to those who'd otherwise go hungry. And you can help. Every dollar donated to Oz Harvest can provide two meals to people in need. Visit ozharvest.org. Thought for food. Hi, this is Missy Higgins for RAD, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. I see a lot of things at gigs, mostly people having a good time and a few drinks. But what I'd hate to see is someone getting behind the wheel after they'd been drinking. Being even a little bit over the limit makes it too easy to lose control. So if you plan to drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink. Remember, music lives and you should too. Life can be really tough when you or a close family member has cancer. But if you're 12 to 25, Canteen's in your corner. Canteen provides whatever practical and emotional support you need, from connecting you with other young people who get what you're going through, to helping you develop new skills to cope, and just bringing back some fun into your world. So if cancer's messing with your life, check out canteen.org.au. And remember, Canteen's in your corner. What do you listen to while you're waiting for the next VFLW game on Wharf Radio? Do you long for the days when radio stations played music that you knew without being constantly bombarded with ads and by announcers who want to make it about themselves and not about the music? Welcome to GoRadio.Live. We're here 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, playing the very best music of the past 70 years. You can listen at www.GoRadio.Live or better still, download the free GoRadio.Live app for your Apple or Android device. GoRadio.Live. It's radio as it should be. G'day, I'm Michael Caton. The Australian Conservation Foundation's Green Home Program is all about saving our environment. A low-flow showerhead will save 10 litres. No showering at all will save 20. So when any of my active friends are a bit on the nose, I never judge them, but thank them for doing their bit to save water. For more information, go to www.acfonline.org.au slash greenhome and take action for our future generations. That's acfonline.org.au no matter what your age, most of us played sport when we were young and there was always one thing that made you want to disappear into the corner or even give up your chosen sport and that was when somebody on the sideline hurled abuse at either you or a teammate or an official. These are things that make sports so painful for so many kids and the time has come to stop it. I'm Usman Kawaja from the Australian cricket team. My message is a simple one. Let kids be kids. Let them enjoy their sport. Find out more at playbytherules.net.au. If you're after the most comprehensive coverage on women's football across Australia, then look no further than Rookie Me Central. Formerly Draft Central, Rookie Me Central has news and reviews, podcasts, videos, and much, much more on all the state leagues across the country, including the VFL Women's and NAB League Girls. Find out why everyone turns to Rookie Me Central for their women's football content. Follow Rookie Me Central on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube at Rookie Me Central. We'd like to show you what's dangerous about Australian rivers, but we can't. You can't see ice-cold water, snags like tree branches or strong currents, but they can be lethal. Although our rivers are beautiful, more Australians drown here than anywhere else. So please, wear a life jacket, avoid alcohol around water, never swim alone and learn how to save a life. It's simple. Respect the river. 
For more information, visit royallifesaving.com.au forward slash respect the river. Feeling angry? Stressed out? Drop into the Reach Out website at reachout.com.au and we'll help you let it all out. When times are tough, clear your head at reachout.com.au. Indeed, it is the VFL Women's Match of the Day here on WARFradio.com on 89.1 FM at the ground and soon on the VFLW YouTube channel. It's Carlton and Essendon to finish off round three of the VFLW. I'm Peter Holden. Yes, I'm back again, and I promise you, I don't do every game on Wharf Radio. It's just how our commentator availability has worked itself out for the first three weeks, but we will be rotating back in soon. Obviously, we had Lucy Watkin yesterday, Julia Montesano on round one. She's tied up at the moment with AFL uh, commitments, and, of course, uh, Lauren Borden is calling for the ABC. We'll have them all back soon in normal rotation. Liam Vernigan will join us. You heard Sam Millsley today. So there's more commentators, I promise you. And we'll be joined shortly by Paul Sebastiani. He's just running a few minutes late, but he'll be with us here in the broadcast position. But I will welcome who is here today. You heard this gentleman in round one for Collingwood and the Southern Saints. He was out at uh, La Trobe University last Saturday doing uh, Casey versus Darabin. A uh, very warm welcome to Alan Matthews. Good morning. Good Some afternoon. Oh, it's afternoon. Sorry. <laughs> Been ahead of yourself or behind. Yeah, no, it was uh, a good experience from the point of view of Darabin. As I said, I got a little soft spot for Darabin with my granddaughter and whatever, playing in the younger age groups all the way through. And unfortunately, um, I know they won the first game. Casey beat them. And they also got beat reasonably early. Easy yesterday. Yeah, against Hawthorne. We'll touch on those results soon. And joining us for the first time down the end as match analyst and also on stats, making his debut, a very warm welcome to Ethan Wright. Good to be here. Thanks, Peter. Great to have you on board. And uh, I tell you what, boys, absolute perfect conditions. Yes, a little overcast. Yes, a little bit muggy. But um, if you look out there, the ground looks an absolutely top nick, a fast track. Yes, it does, doesn't it? It's... Uh maintained very very well and I know that's an AFL ground and all this sort of stuff but it still makes sure that the, the, the service there looks uh, not dewy or anything that's all gone I think as far as I know. Slip slop slap if you come to the ground I've just spotted the DJR walk inside the ground and he's got his white hat on as well with the neck covering at the back because uh, the UV rating will be high and it is 24 degrees and I should have wore shorts instead of uh, chinos today I've made the I've made the fatal mistake early because it is a bit humid here uh, as we speak the Essendon Football Club is getting ready to run out we'll be catching up from Brendan Major in about three minutes time the Essendon VFLW coach but just quickly Ethan uh, let's check in some uh, around the ground scores we've had five games played in the VFLW so far this round. Three yesterday, two today. Uh, we start off with uh, yesterday, um, Geelong and Port Melbourne, and it looks like the Cats keep their winning streak. Oh, they did, and they did it quite amazingly. It was uh, 7-10. They scored uh, 52 points overall, uh, and they kept the Borough to just one point, which is quite remarkable. Indeed. Uh, also, we're talking about Alan uh, Darabin and Hawthorne, your Darabin sign. They try to put up a fight. They just 
couldn't get it in their fourth line. The inside 50s dominated by Hawthorne. Yeah, they were. As the, they, they tried that first quarter to keep with them. Same what they done with uh, Casey the week before. First half, uh, very good, keeping it up. Just that the, the opposition just got on top of them and went away. Well, since you mentioned Casey, Ethan Casey played host to North Melbourne down there at uh, Casey Fields. Tight first half, but uh, in the end, the result sees another win streak continue. Yeah, the Demons were just too good in the end for North Melbourne as they were in the um, AFLW and got over them 44-24. to 24. Let's look at the uh, results from today. Um, Alan, we had uh, the AFL.com.au stream. They did the Western Bulldogs and the Southern Saints. And I'm, I'm afraid for Bulldog supporters, uh, this feels like it's going to be a very long year for them. It does at the moment. Uh, it's not very two good games at the present stage. And then get, not say thump, but, you know, 50, 58 to 20 on, on the, this morning's effort. But um, they've, they've just got to do what... Uh, most of the clubs do if they're down a little bit. They've got to try and perform, get, get the better players going at certain times. Ethan, straight kicking is good footy, and that was the result for Collingwood in the end. I think it was about the same scoring shots between the Pies and uh, the Seagulls. Uh, the Magpies with a 2-1 and one record now. Yeah, eight, eight scoring shots apiece for my uh, for the game. Uh, my Pies, 38. They scored 6-2. It was reversed for Williamstown, only getting 18. It was close at halftime, only 10 points the difference, but in the end at Victoria Park, the Pies did uh, end up with the win. Well, stick around. We've got to go through to an early break because we've got to start to patch in the phone call. We're going to be catching up with Brendan Major, the coach of Essendon, next. And then in about 15 minutes' time, we'll be catching up with Tom Stafford, the coach of Carlton. That's all to come here on our VFLW Match of the Day on WARFradio.com. Back shortly. The mate with the high-tech Bluetooth fish finder, but not a life jacket. You know the type. So when enjoying the water, make the right call to keep your mates safe. Make sure they wear a life jacket. A message from your mates at Royal Life Saving. Hi, Kirk Pengilly from InXS here. And whether it's music, sweet things, puppies, movies, we all love our treats. But our eyes need treating too. 300,000 Australians, including me, are affected by glaucoma. Diagnosed early, glaucoma can be managed. Left undiagnosed it can cause blindness. So treat yourself by treating your eyes to a simple test. Book your test at treatyoureyes.org.au today. Stroke can happen to anybody at any age. The best way to help someone is to learn the signs of stroke and know how to act fast. F is for face. Has their face drooped? A is for arms. Can they lift both arms? S is for speech. Is their speech slurred? Do they understand you? T is for time. Call triple zero. Time is critical. If you see any of these symptoms, act fast. Learn the signs of stroke and you could save a life. Go to strokefoundation.org.au forward slash fast to find out more. No business wants to throw money away. But did you know sending resources to landfill can be more expensive than recycling them? Planet Ark's free business recycling service can kickstart your workplace recycling journey, help you find the right recycling solutions and give you a competitive edge. Join the 1 million Australians using business recycling to keep valuable resources in circulation. Visit businessrecycling.com.au. It's just good business. Hi, Matt Welsh here. In Australia, drowning is one of the biggest killers of kids under five. So take a few minutes to check your pool barrier set for this summer. Visit kidsafe.com.au to find out how. Because safe barriers save lives. If you're after the most comprehensive coverage on women's football across Australia, then look no further than Rookie Me Central. Formerly Draft Central, Rookie Me Central has news and reviews, 
podcasts, videos, and much, much more on all the state leagues across the country, including the VFL Women's and NAB League Girls. Find out why everyone turns to Rookie Me Central for their women's football content. Follow Rookie Me Central on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Rookie Me Central. What do you listen to while you're waiting for the next VFLW game on Wharf Radio? Do you long for the days when radio stations played music that you knew without being constantly bombarded with ads and by announcers who want to make it about themselves and not about the music? Welcome to GoRadio.Live. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, playing the very best music of the past 70 years. You can listen at www.goradio.live or better still, download the free goradio.live app for your Apple or Android device. Goradio.live, it's radio as it should be. And welcome back to Icon Park in Carlton for the VFL Women's Match of the Day. The final game of Round 3, Carlton and Essendon. You've got Peter Holden, Alan Matthews, Ethan Wright, and finally joining us in the commentary <laughs> box. He's laid at his own ground because you know he gets VIP entry. A very good afternoon to Paul Sebastiani. Very good afternoon, Pete and crew. And uh, yeah, they did roll out the red carpet for me this time, so uh, no knockback at the gate, which is good. <laughs> They're always in a good mood when they win at Carlton, for yeah. your sake. That's what can I say. We got say. the double last week, mate. <laughs> My you, though, we should head on down to the boundary line because we've got joining us for the first time this year during our pre-game show. He is the coach of the Essendon Football Club in the VFLW. A very good afternoon to Brendan Major. Good afternoon. Brendan, great to have you on the line and uh, what a start for your Bombers. Two and zip and a percentage of over a 1,000. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been quite a quite a solid start to the year. We're really, ha- we're really happy with it. Uh, Brendan, Paul Silvestiani here. Thanks for joining us on uh, Wharf Radio. George and Anscorn and Jordan Zanketa have probably arguably been the uh, two best midfielders uh, in the VFLW thus far this year. What have you made of their form and um, what's the go for them today tactically and what are you expecting from the Carlton midfield as well? I think it's just it's a really good example of you know team footy is harder to stop than individual footy. So George has obviously stepped their game up this year and Jay-Z coming in and playing the way she's she is, is taking a bit of pressure off G and um, yeah, they're, they're working really well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's Alan Matthews here. Uh, just a little question with your form at the present stage with the two games. Your pre-season, mm-hmm. pre-season uh, was uh, it's intensive or normal for what you've been doing? It just seemed they're playing very, very well at the moment. Oh, this pre-season was a massive step up from what we've done before. So we obviously... Um, had a strong back end of the season last year, went into lockdown, came out of lockdown, had one day off and started training again. So we've, we've, sorry, we've moved to uh, three days a week um, and we're really pushing the group hard and they're, they're responding really well. Uh, Ethan right here, Brendan. Um, your forwards are firing this season so far. You've scored a combined 177 points. Do you pl- how do you plan to keep that trend going today, uh, playing away from home for the first time this year? The, the big thing for that is the connection between the midfield and the forwards. So our forwards have gotten their patterns and their structures um, a, lot, a lot better over the, over this pre-season. And the, the addition of Renee Tierney into the group, she's been fantastic for us across the first couple of weeks in the pre-season game. So they've got, that, they've, they've got their sort of end of it um, working really well. And then the mids have responded by using the ball better and not just blazing away at every opportunity. So it's been a real combination of mid-board connection, which we, we worked on a lot in the preseason. 
Brendan, you've actually got a former Carlton player on your list. You've got Irish woman and Joanne Doonan. She arrived in Australia about uh, two weeks ago. Um, what has her, I guess, conditioning been like over the uh, last couple of weeks, getting her up to scratch, and, and how far away is she from a possible debut? Uh, so she she was playing daily um, and went through sort of the championship stuff, stuff towards the start, well, the end of their season, the start of our season. So um, obviously a bit of an interrupted first couple of weeks her conditioning's coming along really quickly she's probably only one to two weeks away um, from being available for selection in our team so she's a really exciting prospect for us to have Brendan uh, Cecilia McIntosh has had a, a very very good start to the uh, to the season um, do you think she'll ever retire no <laughs> no absolutely not <laughs> what's what's it been like having her around the club she seems a real live wire up in that forward line yeah I mean Steve I'm just prepares you know, like no other athlete, um, and then worked hard on the field. So if you, she plays in a high forward position and frequently gets goals from the goal square. So that just sort of speaks to the way, the patterns that she runs and the work rates that she does. Uh, it would be fantastic for a player legitimately half her age. Yeah, it's Alan again. With those two, they're coming out of the middle all the time and they're probably driving down which I haven't seen the girls as yet, but they're probably driving down the girls in, on the forward line, keeping it open, I should imagine. That's what your aim would be all the time, to have the forward line open and just create as they go along. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things to it. Jay-Z and, and, and George have done really well, but I, if, you, if you actually go back and watch the games really closely, Sarah Ford's been fantastic for us, especially being the player delivering it inside 50, um, or at least to the high forwards. And uh, Amelia Radford, so Millsy's, um, she had 30 touches last week. She just racked them up. She works extremely hard. She's really clean for a player that's, and has composure well beyond her football experience. So as a group, they're doing really well. And then the other thing too is, is the forwards have got real synergy. They've got real connection with each other. They're kicking it to each other better than they ever have before. Brendan, moving down the other end of the field, uh, your defenders have been great so far, uh, shutting out the dogs mm-hmm. in round one and keeping Port to just six scoring shots. What can you attribute that to? They're a very scary unit. <laughs> they, are, they, are, they, are very, they are very strong. They are very competitive. They are a very scary unit. And we have players um, on the fringes, on the cuffs, that are going to um, get opportunities over the next few weeks. That's really exciting as a group. Um, they're big, they're strong, they're powerful, and they use the ball well. So as a defensive unit, um, they're fantastic. And, uh, Brendan, one last question before we let you go, in case our supporters missed the news during the off-season. Some roles were announced for the AFLW part of the program, as we know will be kicking off in a matter of months before you begin your official first preseason and have your list. So for those at home, what will be your official role beyond the VFLW now within the AFLW part of the program at Essendon? Uh, to, to be totally honest, that really hasn't been nailed down yet. So we're, we're kind of just working through the specific, specifics of it now, being a, in a support role. So it's real, uh, it's a big focus. The VFLW at the moment is a big focus for me and the, the, the club's working really hard behind the scenes um, to get the AFLW up, up and going. But my focus has been a lot on this team. Well, Brendan, thank you very much for joining us here on the pre-game show. We wish you and the Bombers all the very best you take on the Blues today here at Icon Park. Thank you very much. That's Brendan Major, the coach of Essendon in the VFLW, joining us on the pregame show on WARFradio.com. We're going to take a quick break. When we return, we'll have Tom Stafford, the coach of Carlton. Life can be really tough when you or a close family member has cancer. 
But if you're 12 to 25, Canteen's in your corner. Canteen provides whatever practical and emotional support you need, from connecting you with other young people who get what you're going through, to helping you develop new skills to cope, and just bringing back some fun into your world. So if cancer's messing with your life, check out canteen.org.au. And remember, Canteen's in your corner. Hi, this is Missy Higgins for RAD, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. I see a lot of things at gigs, mostly people having a good time and a few drinks. But what I'd hate to see is someone getting behind the wheel after they'd been drinking. Being even a little bit over the limit makes it too easy to lose control. So if you plan to drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink. Remember, music lives and you should too. We're at a party. Three little kids were playing in the pool, all under five. Adults were busy talking, glanced over, noticed a little one underwater. I think she needs help. That's how easily something can happen. It only takes a few seconds. Don't worry, the party had a happy ending. But we need to remember, fence the pool, shut the gate. Teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence. Kids Alive, do the five. What do you listen to while you're waiting for the next VFLW game on Wharf Radio? Do you long for the days when radio stations played music that you knew without being constantly bombarded with ads and by announcers who want to make it about themselves and not about the music? Welcome to GoRadio.Live. We're here 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, playing the very best music of the past 70 years. You can listen at www.GoRadio.Live or better still, download the free GoRadio.Live app for your Apple or Android device. Go radio.live. It's radio as it should be. It's the VFL Women's Match of the Day. At Icon Park in Carlton, this is the VFL Women's Match of the Day, the final game of round three Carlton versus Essendon. You've got Peter Holden, Paul Sebastiani, Alan Matthews, and Ethan Wright with you on the call. But it's time to head back downstairs again. We heard earlier from Brendan Major. Now time to hear from the coach of Carlton in Tom Stafford. Tom, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, happy to be here. Looking forward to a big day today. Great to have you here. And how's the uh, mood amongst the girls, particularly after the uh, big win against the Southern Saints here last week? Yeah, look, it was a great win last week. Um, yeah, we think they killed as a really good uh, opposition and they had a big week against Collingwood. So, um, yeah, it was a really good, we bounced back well, and yeah, I think we've come today with the same attitude. I think we'll uh, yeah we'll do a good performance. Tom uh, Paul Sebastiani here. Thanks for joining us on uh, Wharf Radio. You had a host of AFLW players come back into the team last week, and there's a few again in there this week. What have they sort of done for the the standard of, of, of the group and the VFLW girls? What what are some of the learnings that they've sort of brought into this team from last week and during the week during training? Yeah, they've obviously got experience there and, and leadership. And I think, you know, last week was a pretty physical game. It was close. And, you know, we got into that second half. I thought, you know, a number of those girls, um, you know, that, that came back, really steadied the ship, um, you know, didn't panic and just showed really good leadership to, you know, a lot of our younger VFL listed players, which is, you know, to, to have them, uh, a few of them again this week, it's, uh, it's really, really good development for our, for our players. Uh, tell them Matthews here, Tom. Yeah, um... The season so far is just getting underway. You're one one each so, uh, so far. The preseason uh, developed from last year to this year. How did it go? 
Yeah, we had a, we had a great pre-season. Um, so, look, we, uh, we, had a, we had a camp um, early January as well, which was a really good um, bonding experience for, for the players. And, look, I've, I've, yeah, I've got to say the effort that uh, you know all our girls that are on the list have done pre-season is fantastic. And we're, we're starting to see um, that really implement in our, in our game plan. And we, we know we're not obviously going to... Um, you know, to the peak of it till the second half of the year, but they're really starting to, to ex- execute that well um, at the start of the season. You know, we, we know we always looked at the, the fixture and that we had a tough, tough month with some really, really good opposition. We played in the first few games, including Essendon today, which would be a great challenge for us. Tom, thanks for your time. Uh, Ethan Wright here. Um, Georgia Borg was massive for you guys last week. She won 35 hitouts. The Bombers, they haven't won the hit-out count yet this season despite their massive wins. Uh, do you think you'll be able to capitalise on this today? Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, George, is, uh, she had a great year last year and she's really continued that into the first few games this year. Um, absolutely, we've got to make the most of it. And we're also aware um, you know, of a couple of key on-ballers that the, the opposition Essendon have. And you know they probably didn't win the hit-out last week as well. But what they're really good at is, is, is spiking opposition taps. So we, we've had a chat with Georgia and obviously we can, you know, as long as we can get, um, you know, obviously taps to advantage. But there still is a sense of, of accountability um, that our midfielders need to, to have because we're obviously against a really, really strong uh, midfield outfit. Talking about the accountability and another Georgia, this time on the Essence side, there's Georgia Nanscorn, who is the reigning Helen Lambert Pierce medalist. Um, who do you expect to run through today and, and do the tagging job on Georgia? Yeah, so um, look, yeah, she's a, she's a quality player, um, and we'll probably Ash Thornycroft will have uh, will start on her, and I think it's um, it's an, oh, I wouldn't say it's going to be a, a really really hard tag from from one of our players. It's going to be a team effort, and I think um, I've, I've spoken to our players about yes, Ash will Ash will have a first crack at her, but I think that we obviously as a side need to be aware and give Ash a bit of a chop out at time, just to make sure that you know we're, we're accountable and. Yeah, we've spoken a bit about how she kind of likes to play. And, um, yeah, it'll be a good test for, for Ash, but also a good test for, uh, you know, for, for a number of the other on-ballers as well. Tom, uh, Charlotte Wilson, a, a real big competitor in the, in the Carlton team. Last week we saw her sort of shift down back and through the ruck. What's her main role going to be today? Yeah, she'll start down back again. Um, Charlotte, well, she's a quality defender. She's been for a number of years down there. So um, I, I think at times too she'll probably give Georgia a bit of a chop out. Um, through the ruck, yeah, and Willow, she'll, she'll come through the ruck, and look, it, it also depends on a, a few matchups and how they unfold in, in, the, in the first quarter. So, well, yeah, we know Essendon's got uh, you know, some good, strong forwards, so, um, yeah, we'll make sure we use her accordingly. Yeah, talent here. Uh, your back line against the girls today with uh, a prominent number of goals being kicked so far for Essendon players... What do you expect to hopefully change that today? Yeah, well, first thing, it's got to it's got to start in the midfield. I think um, you know if, if they're getting enough easy footy um, and they're not under pressure from the midfield, it puts our defence under under the pump. So yes, our defence obviously going to be accountable, but it's it's their midfielders um, that we really need to, to close in on because if we feel we can put enough pressure on them, it's obviously going to limit supply coming forward, but also. Um, you know, just cram them up and obviously make them rush kicks rather than just giving them heaps of time to be able to identify targets in forward 50. And the other way, Tom, they've shut out the dogs and only considered six scoring shots against Port. Have you found a way through their defensive armour? 
Yeah, I think um, you know, I think we've got a really, really dynamic forward line today. Um, so, yeah, it's not probably the tallest, but I think if we can obviously get uh, you know get it out in the middle um, and kick the space, um, I really, really back our five girls up there, and, and obviously through our rotations that. Now, if we get a bit of space and, and width, um, you know, we, we can really put them in an uncomfortable scenario and hopefully yeah, put them under some scoreboard pressure. Well, Tom, thank you very much for joining us on our pregame here on wharfradio.com and the BFLW YouTube stream. And we wish you and the Blues all the very best today against the Bombers. No worries. Thank you. Thank you very much to Tom Stafford, the coach of Carlton in the VFLW, joining us here on our match of the day on WARFradio.com. And, of course, if you come to the ground and you bring your radio with you, you can hear us delay-free on 89.1 FM. And don't forget, uh, at 2 p.m. at Bounce Down, to share that VFLW YouTube link so you can uh, watch along at home. Uh, gentlemen, you, you've heard from both coaches. Uh, as we said, Brendan Major, very laxed at the moment, but... Just by hearing a little bit in Tom's voice, he thinks he's found a chink in the army. Uh, potentially. I think you have to as a coach, especially when you're on air, Pete. You can't, uh, you can't have a defeatist <laughs> yeah, well, attitude, yeah, can yeah. you? No, I think the fact that Carlton have sort of AFLW-listed players, where we looked at the opposition that Essendon have played against over the first fortnight, they've, they've lacked that AFLW experience. So that potentially could sort of bridge the gap that we've seen Essendon have on, on their opposition in the first two weeks. So, you know, and Charlotte Wilson down back is going to be an integral part to this Carlton unit defensively as well. So, and we saw, and obviously Brendan Major commented on, on how well the Essendon forward line, their synergy and their chemistry at the moment has been. Um, so that Charlotte Wilson's going to be an integral part into, into breaking all that up. So, uh, look, the Bombers have run away with it the last couple of weeks, but uh, I, don't know, I think Carlton can give, give them a bit of a show this week. Alan, I'll put you in the coach's shoes at the moment of Carlton. Of course, players during the week, they read social media. They look at the scores. You know, you want to know how other teams are tracking. You see that big whacking percentage of Essendon at over 1,000, which can be intimidating. What do you try and do to get your players' mindset on the right track? Well, you, you, the point of view that, that okay, the back lines are going to be the key because they've got to stop the the forward line of Essendon creating and getting goals and things like this. But you've got to make sure that those back line are steady. They look for each other. They don't just blaze away. They look for the player coming down the ground, making sure that the ball's low. And a couple of games I've already watched already that some of the teams are keeping too short and the opposition coming too easy mm-hmm. and taking the ball away, especially down on the opposition forward line. And that's what you're not going to try and do. You've got to get the ball away from the area so they haven't got an easy opportunity to get the goals. And uh, Ethan, right down the end, if we flip, the, flip it over for the moment from the Essendon point of view, I mean, what do they have to do from the outset to play those mind games on Carlton, to have Carlton worried and wobbling early? I think they've got to come in and they've got to win every ball. They need to... If, if they can put the pressure on very early, then, then Carlton, I think, will probably... You know, you'll be able to find spaces in their, in their defence and, and in their midfield that you can exploit if you're Essendon. We're going to take a break very shortly. Uh, when we come back, um, Carlton fans are not going to enjoy this. We're going to talk about a player, <laughs> a player that's left Carlton that's doing well <laughs> elsewhere. Oh, dear. Shock uh, horror. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> exactly and, right. and, and also, as well, we're going to talk about potential coaches for the Essendon Football Club. They're yet to officially announce their AFLW coach. And obviously, Port Adelaide still have to announce an AFLW coach. We've got all that coming up in our pregame show leading up to the 2 p.m. bounce down between Carlton and Essendon live here from Icon Park in Carlton. Back short. What do you listen to while you're waiting for the next VFLW game on Wharf Radio? 
Do you long for the days when radio stations played music that you knew without being constantly bombarded with ads and by announcers who want to make it about themselves and not about the music? Welcome to GoRadio.Live. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, playing the very best music of the past 70 years. You can listen at www.goradio.live or better still, download the free goradio.live app for your Apple or Android device. Goradio.live, it's radio as it should be. Life can be really tough when you or a close family member has cancer. But if you're 12 to 25, Canteen's in your corner. Canteen provides whatever practical and emotional support you need, from connecting you with other young people who get what you're going through, to helping you develop new skills to cope, and just bringing back some fun into your world. So if cancer's messing with your life, check out canteen.org.au. And remember, Canteen's in your corner. If you've had something stolen... Or if you've had property damaged, you need the police, not the sirens. If you've lost something or found something valuable. Or if you want to register a party or let us know you're going away on holiday, you need the police, not the sirens. When you need the police but not the sirens, you can now report these incidents online at police.vic.gov.au or call 131444. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. No matter what your age, most of us played sport when we were young and there was always one thing that made you want to disappear into the corner or even give up your chosen sport. And that was when somebody on the sideline hurled abuse at either you or a teammate or an official. These are things that make sports so painful for so many kids and the time has come to stop it. I'm Usman Kawaja from the Australian cricket team. My message is a simple one. Let kids be kids. Let them enjoy their sport. Find out more at playbytherules.net. On WARFradio.com, 89.1 FM at the ground, delay free. And also coming up on the VFLW YouTube channel at quarter to two, this is the VFL Women's Match of the Day. Carlton and Essendon at Icon Park. 2 p.m. bounce down. Peter Holden, Paul Sebastiani, Alan Matthews and Ethan Wright with you today in commentary. I got to do it to you, Paul. <laughs> I, 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 I got to do it to you because obviously you're on Blue Abroad and, yes, and the Jumper Punch yes. as well. Just quietly Jumper Punch merchandise. Look out for that. Yes, keep an eye out for that uh, too. Yeah, um, yeah. For all the Carlton supporters out there, Taylor Harris. Yes. I, I want to say right off the bat, I'm one of those that particularly over the last few years have sunk the boot in. I, yep. I'm, I'm one that always puts my hand up. Yep. I'm not going to shirk away from it. Um, and and I believe, you know, if the alleged figures out there, which were denied by her manager, were to believe, I said, not nah, nah, too much money for the performance from last year. Yep. Um, she's gone to Melbourne. She is uh, amongst the top two and goal kickers in the competition. Mm-hmm. She's leading contested marks, which everyone ex- expects from her. But... This is what she said, and this is through the uh, article with Libby Birch. Mm-hmm. She's dropped six kilograms, improved her kicking style. Maybe one thing that wasn't mentioned in the article, she didn't do her boxing this year mm-hmm. or worry about a boxing bout. She's virtually been, and mainly because that was due to COVID lockdown, she's focused on her footy, and uh, mind you, she's ripping it up for Melbourne at the moment. Is that just a sign of how poor maybe the culture is down in the uh, Carlton ranks, potentially, because she always had the talent. We knew that. Clearly, and, and she was arguably probably Carlton's one of best well, one of Carlton's best players in the last sort of two years, two seasons of 
of AFLW, and now she's gone to Melbourne, a place that, you know, the, the men's team have won the premiership. Mm. Their AFLW program has been a stalwart of, of the competition, really, and, and she's gone there, and she's playing the best footy of, of her career, Pete. And, Alan, she's got, talking to her, which was praised in the Libby Birch article, she's got in her ear Daisy Pierce, who not only wants to herself acknowledge, she wants to leave from the media and get into the coaching ranks, Daisy comes from a, another culture of success, a Darabin, That's where right. she took part yeah. in 10 flags. Exactly right. And uh, um, from, from Tanya's point of view, that uh, her experience last year maybe didn't get the opportunities from what Carlton was coming down or the, yep. the, how she was, like she's playing in Melbourne or Casey now, uh, she's in front all the time where I think last year was a little bit behind a little bit and she's not attacking the ball. Today she was attacking, attacking the ball a lot better. Um, you're saying she lost some weight, but she's still got that aggressiveness to the tackling of a number of times already, these two games, that she's, the number of games. She got in and tackled and broke away, got down the forward line, beat in front, and then Daisy's been helping up I think, as well. I think, I think as well, like, covering the ground is such an important part of football too, and mm. the ability to be able to get to more contests and have more of an influence on the game. But then you've also got to look at the, the way the team that you're playing with sets up, how they utilise you, you know, the, the midfield that's actually delivering you the ball as well. And we looked last year at that Carlton team, and they were sort of, you could see they were sort of on that downward trend and and it's come to fruition this year and I think I think if Taylor Harris had lost six kilos in a Carlton preseason had been playing as well I I don't think she'd be playing as well at Carlton she's gone to a better club she's gone to a better team the systems work around her much better as well and and she just seems motivated to be there whereas the year before it was all about off-field stuff and when it's all about off-field stuff Pete the on-field stuff starts to get affected too I think that's the thing uh, Ethan that she seems to have now the right people in her ear where it almost seemed to be... And, and there was a bit like Mo Hope had that as well where people got in her ear, Mo Hope the brand, and as much as she actually still kicked goals, if you actually look at her records, yeah. um, they probably, you know, she ended up being delisted from North. Um, but w- w- with Taylor, she didn't have to worry, as I said, didn't have to worry about boxing. Mind you, there was a cheeky press release that went out from her manager, Alex Andre, in August saying, oh, she, she won't be concentrating on boxing this year, on football. And it's like, yeah, because preseason's about to start in a month and we're in a COVID <laughs> lockdown, so there's no chance she's going to have to box anyway. But, but, it's, it, but Ethan, it, it seems to have helped her out that she's now got the right people and, and the right attitude and everything just seems to be now finally where everyone wanted Taylor to be a couple of years ago. Well, she's always had the potential. She's got so much talent. Um, but we see this often with, with players who have a lot of potential and they you know, they have a bit of a slump and they go somewhere else. They get a new co- culture. Melbourne, in Melbourne, in Victoria, they are the AFLW benchmark. They are a very good team. Um, and going there, I think, being with the new coach and having you know, the superstar that Pierce is, alongside her has has really helped her you know have the right influences and whether there was a culture problem with Carlton or not I don't know but I think the change of scenery has really helped and being able to focus the last few years she hasn't had to, hasn't been able to box due to lockdowns and and all that sort of stuff so I think being able to focus almost being a pseudo full-time footballer mm-hmm. has I think has helped with her you know losing that 6 kilograms of course and and being able to become the player that, you know, she's destined to be almost. Is the monkey on the back for her the Adelaide Crows and a grand final? Because she played for Brisbane, shut down by Chelsea Randall in the 2017 grand final Adelaide win. 
2019 grand final. First quarter, shut down again by Chelsea Randall, but then did the PCL and went off for the rest of the game. This year, Chelsea Randall's been out for Adelaide with injury. Adelaide, look how they're playing, destined for a grand final berth. Melbourne may finally get over the hump and finally get to the grand final. Should they meet? If Chelsea Randall shows up again, is it, uh-oh, here's the bogeyman? <laughs> <laughs> well, it could very well be that case. But I, I think, you know, when opposition teams as well find that, cause, and, and we always talk about this, Pete, that like the talent gap between the best in AFLW teams, between the rest of their players, is, it's enormous. Mm. It's enormous. And I think opposition teams and coaches see that. So it's like, well, she's their best player. She's their best forward. We just have to do everything to lock her down. But... It's also incumbent on Harris to say, well, I know that they're going to lock me down, so what's my preparation going to be coming into this game? Am I going to play a selfless game where I'm going to be the decoy and I know I'm probably going to be tagged out? Or do I try to go head-to-head with my, my opponent and, and try to beat her one-on-one? I think it's a balance of both. But she would have learned a hell of a lot. And you can see she's learned a hell of a lot from her seasons at Brisbane and into Carlton. And now she's playing, well, she's arguably playing the, the best football of her career. And if you're going to hit finals... That's the form you want to be in, Pete. We're talking Taylor Harris here on our VFLW pregame show on wharfradio.com, 89.1 FM at the ground. Carlton and Essendon bounce down at uh, 2 p.m. I did raise this question just quickly uh, yesterday during our uh, Darabin Hawthorne call when we talked about expansion, and I threw Taylor Harris's name in there because it's an interesting proposition. She only signed a one-year deal with Melbourne <laughs> when she went across. So does A, after this very good season... She stay at Melbourne, even if they may not be able to offer her the top money. Does she, B, move on to an expansion club in Victoria? I don't see Essendon taking her, because Essendon seems to be playing small ball, mosquito fleet football. Does Hawthorne, who's a big money club, go, OK, we'll throw out the checkbook and Beck Goddard uh, will coach her? Or I threw out a third option in there, which would be very interesting. The AFL has always helped Sydney in a way get some key forwards. We know on the men's side, we've seen Lockett. We've seen Barry Hall. We've seen Buddy Franklin. Does the AFL go, all right, Taylor, we know you and your manager want the marketing money. We'll throw you the marketing money, but we need you to head up to the Harbour City. I don't think it's a conspiracy, Pete. I think that's a very well thought out argument, I think, just quietly. But I, it, it's all going to be up to her, isn't it? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, I think if she goes, well, if she keeps playing the way she does at Melbourne, it might be a case of, well, this club's nurtured me, built me up to where I am at the moment, getting me getting me to play my best football. Do I respect that? And do, do I continue on that path? Or if, you know, the dollar bags come, you know, come, come to the door, I'm going to take that. It's up to her, isn't it? It's up to her. It's a very good question, Alan. If, you, if you're telling you're playing at Melbourne at the moment and you found your happy spot, do you stay at your happy spot? Or, look, it's a business. If the manager comes in mm. and says, hey, we can go elsewhere, we've got a big bag of cash waiting here. Exactly right, um, and I was just going to touch on a little bit. Maybe Vessio last year was the, the key where Taylor wasn't, mm-hmm. and now, being at Melbourne, she's the key peg coming down the ground and getting the results because she's a little bit more confident What because she's on her own, not say on her own, but being the main player they've got yep. to look for. And as we know, with Daisy, what she's got around, Paxman and all those type of players who are condi- conditioning from the, the centre line down. And it was I surprised me last week with Daisy going back to the back line, but I think they needed that to steady the back line because they were down with Brisbane, what, three goals at half time? Yeah. And then they put Daisy back there, mm-hmm. steady, but 
with Daisy coming down there the ground, looking for, for Taylor down the middle of the, of the ground, down the corridor. And that's where she's getting results. She's uh, in front all the time, has been all this year, been in front. Whereas the others have got to come behind. I know she's big and tall and, and, and scraggly, but she's getting the results. And that's what, what they want. The money-wise will come later on, naturally, when the season finishes. That's when they're going to start mm -hmm. pushing it around. And uh, just quickly, um, as much as it's a Taylor Harris uh, subject we were talking about, can I give a drive-by clip through to North Melbourne on the way through? Um, after, can, yes, after yesterday, <laughs> every Essendon supporter loves getting stuck in the North Melbourne about it. Um, uh, yesterday's game was you know, a great contest between Melbourne and North Melbourne, as it always is out there at Casey Fields. But can I say with North Melbourne, the final quarter, you're bombing it in because you're using the breeze. OK, you're going to do that. If you're bombing it in, why is your tallest player, Emma King, not in the frickin' forward line? Well, you the, can ask the coach that one, Pete. I'm trying to figure out, going, right, if you're going to bomb it in, why wouldn't you put the tallest player on the field in the forward 50 so she is the target? Because everyone's going to attract to her, so maybe it might spill out and allow the Rovers we'll to stay at ground level. Yeah. And why would you have, I think Garner's their longest kick. Then why would you have Garner as the target, not King who's taller, and have Garner sitting outside the 50? So when you've got that central corridor, if they can do the old run and handball off yep. and unload from 50, you've got a flying shot at goal getting over this traffic jam of players inside your 50. Do, do you think that like when the win comes and you have the win, that... <laughs> The, the way that you work your way up the field just completely changes from a mental point of view. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, we've got the win, so we've just got to get it as long as we can, use yeah. the win. Like, and that's half the battle, I think. Exactly. You, you, still, you still need to, if you have to go short, you've got to go short. If you have to go with that sort of, you know, 30 to 40 metre kick, go with that. And then if you have to bomb, bomb. I think there's too much of an emphasis placed on the win when you've got it, if that makes sense. And I think that was to their detriment yesterday. Yeah, I, as I, I agree with that. With the, the, especially when you come from the, the centre line, if they've got key there and they just go bang like that without even looking to see who's exactly. down and whatever. Um, the opposition are going to say, beauty, that suits me. Correct. You know, I'm going to go punch the ball down. Hopefully our uh, halfbacks or whatever are on the crumbing and, and bang, it goes away. And that's where I think if they do that long kick, it's, I'm not saying useless, but it's not, Correct. A, bene not a benefit to the side. Correct. It's, it's so hard to read as well when it's coming in at 100 oh. miles an hour and being punted up there. It's just, it's hard for the forwards to read and to mark. So, look, I mean, it's, as you said, Pete, it's, uh, it's a question that you've asked, but... Um, it's up to the coaches to answer, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Since you mentioned the magic word, coaches, we'll go across to our uh, next subject here on our Viathon W pregame show for Carlton and Essendon starting at 2 p.m. Bounce down. Peter Holden, Paul Sebastiani, Alan Matthews and Ethan Wright with you. Um, Essendon and Port Adelaide both have not yet appointed their AFLW coach, uh, which I find very interesting because... Beck Goddard, as we know, for over a year has been appointed as Hawthorne AFLW coach. She made uh, the big call uh, this week. Bridget Deed from the Eastern Rangers has been their first official player signed for an AFLW contract at Hawthorne. Yep. Um, a few weeks ago, Scott Gowans, uh, the former North Melbourne coach, he got dropped, not because of form, but because of budget cuts. He got given the boot there at North Melbourne with an 11-3 and record. Um, he's now obviously at the Sydney Swans as their AFLW. I see Ethan Wright shaking his head in the corner at this. 11-3. Isn't the coach meant to bring form? They normally you sack your coach when you got, you know, you're 3-11. You know, I can understand that. But yeah. when you're, you're winning, obviously they didn't, you know, yeah. they haven't made it all yeah. the way. But they're there and abouts. I don't, I, don't, I don't see the sense in that. I guess, you know, surely there's some, obviously budget cuts are a, a, um, 
uh, you know, a difficult sort of a thing to do. But um, yeah, you got to surely they could find something else to. Yeah, you know. I, and I know, and I had North supporters, you know, uh, um, uh, um, defending the club on it. And I'm like, if if you did that to your men's coach, if your men's coach was flying oh. along and you cut him because you couldn't afford him, the board would be out. The, exactly. the, 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 the supporters would be exactly. screaming for blood. Spot on. Spot but on. But for the women's coach, it's like, yeah, man, man, yeah, it shows how much that club cares about yeah. women's yeah. 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 Same, same with um, Melbourne. They're, they're, we're going on to good at, you know, coming uh, prior to the finals and whatever. No. Uh, uh, and going something like that, that's to me just wrong. Yeah. Just wrong. Absolutely. Um, but, but as we said, Scott Gowans is now up at Sydney, even though he doesn't know that really the New South Wales program. He said he's got to learn a bit more about it, but at least they've got a good coach up there. Port Adelaide still haven't announced. There's probably a lot of good Sanford W coaches out there at the moment. If I, if I were to talk about the women coaching in there, Chrissy Steen coaching. He coached both North Adelaide and South Adelaide to premierships in that competition. Um, then you've got uh, uh, Ralph Smith, who obviously uh, was an yep. SAWFL coach, three in a row with Morfield Park, has been an assistant coach with uh, the Adelaide Crows. So it'll be interesting to see if Port Adelaide go down that path and try and poach an assistant coach. And then Essendon. Th- th- this is the great one where everyone's scratching their head because everyone assumed that, okay, Brennan Major got him to the finals last year, probably doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Everyone's maybe expecting because Major's been there, he's going to be bumped up. But the moment he's going to be in a support role, so what the Essendon have in mind? Yeah, it's interesting too. Do you think? Do you think that AFL at AFL House would have an influence on what co- what head coaches are actually going to these AFLW clubs? Is that is that something that might happen, Pete? I'm not too sure. I, I don't believe that they do. I mean, okay. I, I know they want right. more women in there, and maybe yeah, okay. maybe maybe okay. they should be doing along the lines of the old: um, if you hire uh, female staff members, you get a uh, bonus in your soft cap or something like that. So okay. it makes it to, because look, as we said by the Scott Gowans decision, clubs were drawn made a decision on the financial line. Yeah, you know, yeah. If it's anything that helps, but. I mean, if you're the Essendon Football Club, what do you want to go with? Do you want to go with a current assistant coach that's mm. out there? Do you want to go with a rookie coach, a la St Kilda? Or do you want to pick up someone that was a former AFLW coach or poach a current AFLW coach? Yeah, exactly. Coach? I, th- I think Brendan Major would be the right move to make purely because he's the one who's implemented this system at Essendon. He knows the girls. He knows how they play. He knows their style. He knows what sort of works for them. And we've seen it in the two weeks that they've so played far. so far. Yeah, I know it's, it's a small sample size, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that, and, and I'm not too sure if this is 100% true, but I like the way that Essendon have not forced themselves into the AFLW competition early. It's like, well, let's get it right first. Let's just not go into it for yeah. the sake of going into it. Let, let's make sure we've yeah. set up a base, set up a platform so that we know we're going to be strong as soon as we enter the AFLW competition. And it was, you look, I mean, I know I know, I keep laying the boots, boots into Carlton, but that's because I love the club so much, obviously. But you look at how Carlton have done it. The start, you know, started like yeah. a house on fire, made the grand finals, made finals, and now... It's just completely petered out because the, the AFLW program and the women's program itself at the moment is not, it's not of a premiership standard. It's not of a final standard. And you see the results. Alan, I know you'll know this name from Darabin, and I just found it very interesting. I was told after the fact, um, sitting on the wing, on the outer side of the ground, watching last week, Essendon, Port Melbourne, a person who hasn't surprisingly watched an AFLW or VFLW game this year, but just came along and was asking a particular person about certain players that were running around for Essendon and thoughts on them. One Peter Searle. Hmm. Uh, not that I have a great deal. I know, uh, yes, I do know the name uh, and whatever, but 
knowledge of him at the present stage is not hundred percent. Yeah, she, she's it's better. So she's a great you know player that's played for Victoria. But she's coached five flags in a row at Darwin. But and I know she went down to St Kilda and yeah. things like this. Uh, a very good coach. Yeah, my opinion. But I don't think she had the support sometimes. I don't know if you. Yeah, look, I think that. That, I think it was a shock that she. That, it was a big shock her, yeah, le- yeah. her leaving her leaving St Kilda and the Southern Saints. Mm. Like that, that was it was a massive said, shock from her point of view. Yeah. said that that way. Yeah, she's. I think a very good sadistic coach in the point of view of getting mm. right way and whatever. She just didn't have sometimes, you know, like most coaches, didn't have the cattle. Well, yeah, exactly, and I think Nick Salcedo is just quietly finding out. Yeah, that. exactly right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, that's yeah, that's forty, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. The, the speculation will keep continuing until hopefully uh, the, both of those clubs finally come out and say, here is the name that we want. Um, all, all we know is just with Port Adelaide, we're just waiting for them to announce Aaron Phillips as their captain player. And then, you know, and then, and then we'll be, you know, we'll be right. That's fake complete. That's happening. That's happening. I'm telling you that's happening. Essendon running out into the ground as we speak here. So we'll take this opportunity to take a very short break. When we return, we'll have the bounce down of Essendon versus Carlton in our VFLW match of the day. The final game of round three. Hi, I'm Vanessa Lowe, long jump gold medalist and world record holder. When I was 15, I was waiting to catch my train. In a split second, my life changed. As the train arrived, the crowd surged forward. I was too close to the platform edge, lost my balance and fell into the path of the oncoming train. I was in a coma for two weeks and it took two years to walk again. So please, stand back, look up and stay rail safe. The average person spends 44 minutes a day thinking about food. At Oz Harvest, thinking about food is a full-time job because we're always looking for new ways to nourish our country and combat food waste and hunger. Every day, we rescue quality surplus food across Australia and deliver it to those who'd otherwise go hungry. And you can help. Every dollar donated to Oz Harvest can provide two meals to people in need. Visit ozharvest.org. Thought for food. Hey, hi. What's up? We're here for Rad. Here's a simple word of advice. Don't drink and drive. If you plan to drink, plan ahead. Give up the keys. Either drink or drive. Don't mess around trying to do both. When you drink and drive, you're risking the life of yourself and the lives of everybody on the road. It takes a lot of courage to convince a friend not to drive after they've been drinking. But you might just be saving their life. So if you plan to drink, plan not to drive. Been playing for a while Sweet kicks Cause footy makes you smile Sweet kicks football If you're getting ready for the trials Gotta go the extra mile Sweet kicks football hearing that sweet sound when you kick the ball? Need to develop your footwork or explosive speed? Want to take the next step in your footy career? Then you need Sweet Kicks. More info on our Facebook page or go to our website sweetkicksfootballacademy.com.au Gotta go the extra mile Sweet Kicks Football there's jumpers, hoodies and tees for you at leaguetees.com.au. League
www.tees.com.au is your place for retro footy gear with designs created by local artists that you won't find anywhere else. Plus, their unique range of women's footy tees help raise funds for Indigenous literacy programs. Get online and start shopping today. We are the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation striving to empower our most marginalised communities through literacy and education. Literacy is having a voice. Literacy is opportunity. Literacy is dreaming big. Literacy is freedom. Today, you can help end inequality and give every child access to our life-changing and proven literacy programs. Your support is vital. Donate now at alnf.org. Storms are Australia's most costly natural disaster. Getting prepared now is the best way to protect people and to minimise damage to your property. Keep your gutters, downpipes and drains clear and stash any loose items in yards or on balconies. Trim any trees and branches hanging too close to your house and keep your roof in good repair. For emergency help, call the SES on 132500. <sighs> Feeling a little down? <sighs> Drop into the ReachOut website at reachout.com.au and let us put a spring back in your step. Whew. When times are tough, clear your head at reachout.com.au. It's women's Aussie rules, they're doing what they love. They're fast, they're tough, don't mess with them because they can get rough. Are you ready for the challenge? Are you ready for the mess? It's the call of the game. It's the VFL Women's Match of the Day. Here on WARFradio.com, that website address again, WARFradio.com. If you come to the ground, you hear us delay-free on your FM radio 89.1. And on the VFLW YouTube stream, this is our match of the day for VFLW Round 3. Carlton and Essendon, Georgia Nanscorn has won the toss for the Bombers. They'll kick to left of screen, the Legend Stand or Ligon Street end here at uh, Carlton. And before I actually get a tip on who will win between... Carlton and Essendon. Uh, Paul Sebastiani, yes. I've got a text through from Brent Sternberg, who called the yes. Casey versus North Melbourne game yesterday. He's saying overs, unders, 29 and a half disposals for Georgia Nanscorn. Happy to take the unders, Pete. I'll take the overs. Okay. So that's one, that's one coffee on the that's one coffee on the line. And what's our other coffee? Well, we know we know which respective sides we're going for. Indeed, in this we game. do. Uh, just, just, to let, just to let everyone know, this is a truly balanced play-by-play call. Paul's a mad Carlton man. I'm a mad Essendon man. So that works out. And we've got on special comments two neutrals. Do I want to sit in the middle? I <laughs> <laughs> need to get the boxing gloves out, ding, ding, I think. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, you lost your only boxer to Melbourne, remember that? Uh, <laughs> let, let's, let's get your opinion today. Alan, Carlton and Essendon, who wins and by how much? Uh, going on the two games at the moment, we know that Essendon's won both games fairly comfortable and they've got a, over a 1,000, I think, percentage, whatever. Uh, Carlton... I don't think it would be strong as whatever, and I think Essendon probably by about you know, 15 points, I think. Ethan Wright down the end. Who wins today and by how much? I think I echo um, Alan's, uh, Alan's one there. Um, yeah, I think Essendon will be too good. Um, it'll definitely be a much tighter game than the, the games they've had bef- uh, earlier, already this season. 
with Carlton obviously having all those eightful W players. Um, but yeah, I do think Essendon will be will be too good, but it won't be by as much. So maybe fifteen to twenty five points. Okay, Paul, how much does your blue baggers win by allegedly? Carlton by a point. <laughs> Nineteen ninety nine all over again, and, and and I have been very accurate with my Essendon predictions for the first two rounds so far. So Bombers by thirty eight. Whoa! I'm not sure we like that. <laughs> I got a lot of Carlton supporters abusing me at the moment. I reckon online because of that. We're just about to get underway here at Icon Park to get us underway. Here's Paul Sebastiani. Thank you very much, Pete. Two traditional rivals set to do battle in VFLW, and we're underway. Borg won the first tap down. It went to Amelia Klingbeal and the Blues get the first clearance up towards half forward. Hammond's chasing the ball for the Blues. In hot pursuit, she was tackled immediately. Zampagliano won possession of the blue, for the Blues. Little handball was okay to Gosh. She goes inside the forward pocket. Her target was Milford. Trapped it in front of her. Laid a tackle on her opponent. Ball about 35 to 40 metres out from the Carlton goal. I think the boundary line's going to win out here. It does. And we'll have it tossed in. 35 to 45, 40 metres out from the Carlton goal. They're attacking towards this facility end, the Royal Parade end of the stadium. From the restart, it'll be Nalda to do battle in the ruck. Looks like Hammonds is coming up against her inside forward 50. Nalda won the tap down. Sarah Ford was held without it, and she'll get the resulting free kick inside the Bombers' defensive 50. The former East Coast Eagles co-captain from AFL Sydney, Sarah Ford, goes towards centre wing, broadcast side of the ground. One bounce and trap there by Tierney. Tierney got rid of the ball before she got claimed. Nanskorn coughed it up, taken by Klingbill. Klingbill got the kick away before being harassed by Jordan Zanchetta. Ball in the middle of the ground. Quick hands to Lauren Brazali. Brazali delivers too much juice on the kick, though. Inside 50. Ball bobbling along towards the pockets. Oh, Oh, it's picked up cleanly here by Honeybunny. Got the hand oh. pass off. Oh, smothered I in the goal square. Everyone stacks on the pill. And Carlton, you felt, had a golden opportunity there. And they've given that one up. Free kick, in fact, the way of the Bombers. And it's going the way. I think of Eleanor Cornish back there. Deep in defence. She's going to go short towards the pocket. Finds Nicole Julian. Julian goes up the ground. Zanchetta just manages to catch it before it hit the deck. So Bombers try to work this one outside of defensive 50. Plenty of one-on-ones up the ground. Nanscorn makes a lead there. It's ignored. Kick up towards half back. And sitting under it is Charlotte Wilson. Her first possession of the game. She's going to be an integral part of this Blues back line. She gets a handball to Brooke Vernon. Pumps the Blues back inside. Ford 50 and Milford takes an uncontested mark. 45 metres out. Brazali calling for the footy. Milford went. Umpire called play on. Kick towards the top of the square. Big pack of players form. It gets out the back. Honeybane chasing it down for the Blues. Handball out. Nanscorn's around the footy for the Bombers. She's tackled by Hammonds. Got a handball out. Zampagliano put her opponent under good pressure. But Crook wins possession for the Bombers. Towards this outer side. It's a pure 1v1. Cecilia McIntosh trying to keep the ball in. She did. Coming out to win the footy though with the Blues. Little handball inside's okay. They work it out okay. One way than the other went Wilson dropped it umpire said it was okay plenty of plays around this one out of sight here at Icon Park the Blues do okay though in there for Carlton is Gurr laying a tackle ball went up about five meters Nanscorn came barging through wrapped up immediately by Annie Lee and umpire said holding the ball good defensive pressure early by the Blues and they'll get a resulting free kick out of sight here at Icon Park Annie Lee to take it and she's looking ahead to see what her options are will she go down the line or inboard a bit of a mix of both as she goes on the angle with the kick. Manages to find Lily Goss. 
Still roughly on centre wing. City side of the ground. Had to get rid of the kick while under pressure. Gosh goes up. Zampelion went up there. Couldn't quite bring the football down. Ball hit the deck. No clean hands at the moment. And it stacks on the bill. And the umpire says, I'm going to come in. in the and back. pay too high against uh, Eloise Ashley Cooper. Carlton free kick. Quick little hand pass off to Brazali, mm. whose kick got immediately smothered off the boot by Kendra Heil. Brazali went back and got it again on the right boot. Sets it up high. Going inside 50. Just fell a metre short of the intended target. Get Running into traffic, the captain and Ali build. Cough the football up. Bombers ball. Hurry kick away towards Tierney, who will receive it on the bounce. Tierney draw the player. Try to get the hand pass. Smothered immediately by Throny Croft. It managed to get out to Zanchetta, though, for the Bombers. Zanchetta goes across to Heil. Heil, halfback flank on the city side of the ground. Looking up now for Cecilia McIntosh. She's balled from behind by Gurr. McIntosh still going with Gurr. This is one heck of a battle early on. McIntosh and Gurr, they're wrestling <laughs> with each other. The umpire's saying, I'm just going to let it go. Now both jump on it. The umpire says they've got no choice but to call stalemate and a ball up. Early thoughts from Alan Matthews. Good even battle that one was. The f first of all, so early in the quarter, Carlton uh, at the present stage are uh, uh, doing a lot of the attacking. Unfortunately, with their, their hands ball has been blocked a few times to get it really clear. But they've got down to that four line. They had a good opportunity to kick for goal, but smothered again up there. So they're attacking well at the moment. So from the restart, lovely handball inside towards Honeybun. She went round one, but she just lost the football at the critical stage. Brooke Walker was involved there for the Blues. Lily Goss lays a tackle. Can't get it up to the centre wing, and the umpire crosses himself. We'll have a ball up. Neither team able to hit the scoreboard just yet. It's been a hotly contested battle early. Borg from the tap. Nelda tapped it towards her back. And now the Bombers are going to go up towards centre-half forward. Looks like Carlton have the numbers here. Good pick up there. Handball over the top by Gurr. And now Carlton can go through Annie Lee. Kick skewed off the side of her boot, though. Fell into the lap of Radford. She had a heap of the ball last week. She's going to be a focal point for this Bombers midfield. A low little darting ball up towards centre-half forward. Had it, having it well fisted away from her was through. Good smother there on the kick by uh, Thronycroft. Good tackle there laid by the Blues defenders. And the umpire's oh. going to call a hold, though. I thought it was a throw. Sheesh. That is stiff. I thought the throw might have been there before the, uh, the hold, Alan. But uh, exactly umpire right. disagreed. Exactly right. Should have been there. One-handed throw, that one. So Frederica Fru will take the resulting free kick from about 40 metres out, pretty much directly in front. Mia Ray Clifford makes a lead. No, Frederica Fru, she's going to go for goal. It's a thumpy kick. I reckon she's kicked it. She has. She's been one of the better players over the last couple of weeks. So Frederica Fru, she was back in the Bombers' side last week and she gets the first today. And the Bombers go to one straight six. Carlton yet to score. And, uh, well, Ethan, was that a free kick? You reckon that, that maybe was a bit I, stiff on the Blues defender? I'll, I'll agree with you in this one, yes. Um, that was, well, she had the ball and she threw it. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty simple equation, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> not, not too much on that one. No comment. <laughs> uh, as the ball is back in the middle of the ground and we're going to reset play, Georgia Borg doing the rucking here for the Blues. One straight Essendon, Carlton, yet to score? <laughs> yes. yes. I had to double-check because the scoreboard is not yeah. on the correct side no, of the no, ground no, for no, us. No, Klingville no. went up the line. That wasn't being a smart no. aleck, but I'll tell you what, it was nice. And then I came away with Walker. Walker went with a hand pass backwards. One step and unload the kick there by Klingville. It's long and it's high oh. and it's inside 50. You couldn't be swallowed up by Honey Money. Had to go again under pressure from Eloise Ashley Cooper and the ball will go over the boundary line and out of bounds in front of the building, the admin building down at the Royal Parade end of the ground. So... A resulting throw-in. Rucks look like they're going to nominate. So it looks like it's going to be Milford going up against 
Bombers ruck there. So tap down came and fell the way there smothered of Murphy. Smothered. She had a kick smothered. Bombers defenders do well. Little handball back from Radford's okay. Kick skews off the side of the boot, though. It's going to be a last touch out of bounds rule. No, it's going to be a little lasso. So it'll be a free kick going the way of the Blues. That last kick out of bounds. Madeline De Cosmo, she'll take the resulting free kick. Just the attacking side of the wing. She goes quickly up towards our forward. Her target's Hammonds. Had it well fisted away from her. Nance Gorn, she's wrapped up really well there by Brooke Walker. Good pressure by the Blues. Handball over the top towards Honeybun. She eluded a tackle. Kick up towards the top of the goal square just over the head of Milford. And Nicole Julian taking the resulting mark deep down in defence. And now she's got Courtney Eagle who's dashing away off half-back and Lauren Brazali in pursuit. Well, she took one bounce and managed to get away from Brazali before Brazali laid the tackle. Kick is long now towards the centre wing. Trying to take him on is Jesse Davies. Went with a hand pass while under pressure to Grace Dicker. Dicker had to weave in and out. Now goes across, was trying to find Eleanor Cornish. Missed the pasty. Now the ball has ended up in the hands of uh, number 10 for Carton and Listen. Linson had the ball but got immediately wrapped up and the umpire says it will be a free kick for holding the ball going the way of the Bombers in Georgia Nanscorn. The reigning Lambert Pierce medalist has the football and gets called to hurry it up. Nanscorn goes with a little Texas wedge kick. Might want to ask for the one-two. Oh. The uh, oh. teammate wasn't paying attention in Rapid but doesn't matter. Ducked a tackle and played on and went high oh, with the ball. Inside 50. And taking a mark is Renee Tierney. We actually emailed Renee Tierney during the week. She works at AFL House with a sports-ready traineeship. Yep. And I uh, messaged, I said, do you know Joanne Doonan, your new Irish teammate, got a plant from Georgia Nanscorn? I go, did you get one on joining the Bombers? She said, no. Nah. So <laughs> absolutely stiffed there. She's owed a plant. Owed a plant. <laughs> Georgia, <laughs> off the buttings you go. Renee Tierney, in she comes. From 35 metres out from goal, she is away to the right-hand side or register as a minor score. It's Essendon, one one seven. Carlton yet to score. And here's some thoughts from Ethan Wright. Well, well the initial stages, it was all, all Carlton territory, but it was, it's been pretty even in possession-wise, and obviously Essendon have actually been able to use their possession to score twice now. So Annie Lee, definitely the best kick in the Carlton back line. She takes a resulting uh, kick out from fullback, and now the Blues can go through the middle. Kick over the top, Brooke Walker. She wanted, uh, she wanted that one out the back. Four-star opponent under the footy. Did it really well. Kick inside was towards Honeybun over her head. Coming through for the Bombers was Anthony. Smart tap, though. Did it really well. The Bombers can potentially clear here. Handball was okay. Anthony provided some support. Kick up towards centre wing. Clifford's a target. She's got plenty of time and space to pick this up. Assess her option. She's on centre wing. Kick goes up towards half forward. Frederica Fru coming out there for the Bombers. Cecilia McIntosh was smart. Kept it in, but the Cosmos there for the Blues. She can mom up the mess. They go through half back here, the Blues. Smart kick inside. It's okay. Vernon dropped what she should have taken. Maybe just letting Tierney in. The kick was well thwarted, though. Clifford coming in for the Bombers. Turnover City now. That's in a half forward. Clifford kick up towards Good the top pass. of the square. Frederica Fru. She'll Good come in and kick her second goal. Too easy for the Bombers. They got a 2-1-13. Carlton yet to score. And Alan, well, uh, just some uninvited. Didn't need to invite the pressure there, the Blues defenders. You know, Rob, I, I, I like that little uh, attack when I'm not sure who it was. Had the ball bounced off and turned around and then the deliver into the forward line, which is the, the Essendon girls have been open. And that's how, she, uh, what's her name, uh, Fru's got another goal for that. She was on her own because she made the, the contestant. But point of view. It might also get some early stats as well. Ethan Wright, of course, you can follow along at home on the VFL app. Ethan, who are some of the earlier ball winners? Well, 
Klingbeal has, as she's had five marks, or, uh, sorry, five kicks already. Um, I'm not sure about the effectiveness of those disposals, given their two goals and a point down. And taking it away immediately out of the middle is Klingbill yet again. And she goes for the Zampaglion direction at the half-forward flank. Dropped it, got it back again. Had to try and spin out of trouble. No, caught by Morecambe. And the umpire says that is a free kick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Alan. <laughs> it's all right. Bomber's ball with Morecambe. She goes short, trying to spot up uh, Jordan Zanchetta. Zanchetta is told with a dangerous kick to find Danielle Marshall at true centre-half back. Marshall with the football, gets on the right boot, spears it up the line, almost intercepted on the way through, trying to find Grace Dicker. Ball spilled free, though, for, I think, Nick Julian there for the Bombers, who kicked it in towards the uh, centre-half forward position. Ball bounces, foot race. Plenty of Carlton players there. One of them calling is Ali Bill, and she nearly spelled her own player in Abby Jordan. And the umpire Ooh. says that's holding the football. Tackle laid on by Georgia Nanscorn. Nanscorn. Looking ahead. She's about 60 metres out from home. She goes with a pass, and it's a very good pass. And getting on the end of the football, maybe a little too far out from goal, is Jesse Davies, who'll try and set it up. Here's Tierney. Where's Carlton? There's no defence. There's no one there. I tell you what, if there were property developers, they would have thrown up a block of units (laughs) on the amount of space that was available for Tierney then. And the umpire said, nah, 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 got to come around on the angle a bit more. So she'll be kicking from 45, on a 45-degree angle from 15 metres out. She comes in, no problems. Tierney kicks the goal for the Bombers. And uh, here on our VFLW match of the day, Essendon go to 3-1-19. Carlton yet to score. And for some thoughts, here's Alan Matthews. Again, from the Essendon's point of view, they're breaking away. Keeping the forward line wide open, that's how Tierney come in and got that goal there, the second one. And then you go out to... Um, the wide open spaces, as you said, Peter, like a, a, a big area to not to try. And there was no back line there. I don't know where they were. Uh, it was only one down there. I think it was Borg who was down there. But she had no chance when they got two or three players making them breaking. And the way they're passing the ball to uh, the players, it's, it's easy. So the Bombers with a fast start here at Icon Park. 3-1-19. The Blues yet to score from the restart. Borg won the tap down. Ball in dispute at the moment. Trying to barge her way through there for the Blues was Lily Goss. She's wrapped up as soon as she wins possession of the ball. And the umpire is hovering and he'll cross himself. And we'll do it all again in the centre of Icon Park. It'll be Borg and Nelda to do battle in the ruck. It's going to be an important battle today. So from the restart, Borg won the tap. Ball fell the way of the Bombers though. Tackled immediately. Little kick off the ground was okay by the Blues. Nance gone in there trying to thwart her opponent. Oh, Being tackled back. as soon as she won the football Ooh. was Ali Field. Umpire said it was okay. Back in the middle here. And uh, umpire crosses himself for the second time in about 15 seconds. And we'll have another stoppage in the middle. So you'll take the footy back. And restart the play. Away we go again. Nelda versus Borg. Nelda wins out on that occasion. Put it straight down the throat of Radford. Radford kicks it inside. 50 with a high oh. ball. Just went through the hands of Cecilia McIntosh, who couldn't quite hold on to the pill. Trying to get in there is Wilson, though, for the Blues. Couldn't get clean hands onto it. Dicker finds out the hand pass to Nance Gorn. Nance Gorn unloads for a point oh. to the left-hand side. It's <laughs> a good effort. It, it was almost going to sneak in, and it was almost in the reach of Cecilia McIntosh. In the end, just that minor score. And the Bombers move along to 3-2-20. Carlton yet to score. So Gurr will take the resulting kick in. She wastes no time. Plays on immediately. 
And she thumps this one up towards half back. Over the head there of uh, for the, of that Blues, oh, great. Blues player in uh, Linson. But Eugle uh, won possession of the ball. Back towards the top of the goal square. Gets out the oh, back. Oh, nearly a leg break towards goal. But it just trickles through for one behind. So Bombers peppering away here early. 3-3-21 to the Blues yet to score. Kick in to be taken by Annie Lee. And again, she wastes no time. Plays on immediately towards the back pocket. This broadcast side here at Icon Park thumps it to a, a big pack of players. Marshall with a big fist out the back. Ford might have been held without it. Little handball over the top from Murphy. Ford went in there. Got a good handball towards her target. Nance Gorn was in there. Had it fisted away from her. Hammond's one clean possession of the football. Good chain of handballs here. Walker got it off there to uh, Lawrence. She got a dinky little kick over towards Zampagliano. Didn't bounce in her favour. Bombers defenders win out. Umpire in said the there was a push in the back. It's against Lily Goss, and it'll go the way of Alexandra Morecambe. Morecambe with a footy broadcast side, centre wing. Let's get some quick thoughts from Alan Matthews. Again, the Essendon ones are in front of the pack all the time. Delivering, they're, they're delivering very good down the forward line. Keeping it open and creating all the time. Went for Dicker, just went over her head, cleaned up by Annie Lee of the Blues, kittled in towards the middle of the ground. Better scrap going on as Hammonds goes in there, being worn like a cheap suit by Kendra Heil all over her. And the umpire says, look, it's going nowhere. I'm going to ask for the football back. 3-3-21 Essendon, Carlton yet to score. Here on the VFLW YouTube stream and on WARFradio.com at the Ground Delay Free on 89.1 FM. Radford gave it across to Eugle, who almost went into heavy traffic. Nelda bumped off the football. Coming through there with a hand pass is Wilson to go backwards through Klingbill. Now to get it across to Brazali. Brazali on the right boot, heading in the Zampaleon direction. Flying from behind there is Marshall. Gets the hand pass off to Eugle. Sees two blues in front of oh. him. That's a trip up and not paid. Thank you very much. Now Eugle goes back again. Gets the kick looking in the Radford direction. Ball bounced away from her, close towards the boundary line. Seen over and out in the end. Now they're going to ask, did it hit the boot? Is it last disposal? No, not paid. And as Vanessa Murphy kind of argued the point, we'll throw it. In. It was touched over the line. So, smack back centre wing here at Icon Park broadcast side. Wilson thrown into the ruck early here for the Blues. So, she'll compete against Nelda. She won the tap down, fell the way of Anthony though for the Bombers. She was wrapped up as soon as she won the football. That's incorrect disposal, umpire. Didn't see it. Umpire crosses himself and will have it tossed up. So, Brazali around the footy for the Blues as well. She's won a fair bit of it. Nance Gorn, speaking of winning a fair bit of it, she was wrapped up as soon as she won position. Good little series of handballs. Walker got on the end of it. One way, then the other. Wheeled around on the right boot. Kick was okay. Rosali sat under it. Just didn't bounce oh. in her favour. And now the Bombers defenders launch and go up towards the middle of the ground. One-on-one -on -one here. Cosmo there for the Blues. She somehow ended up with it. Shows a little bit of composure. Kick up towards centre-half forward. There for the Blues was Lawrence. She... Uh, Try to tackle there on uh, Danielle Marshall. In there for the uh, Bombers as well was Hosking. She's hovering around the football under it for the Blues is Stephanie Lawrence and we'll have it tossed up around about 40 to 45 metres out from the Carlton goal. They're yet to score. Bombers 3-3-21. Fast start for the visitors. As the ball is thrown up in the air, brought down the ground by Nelda, just smacked away originally by Milford. Blues now working it sideways. Smart footy because Murphy's got space. Murphy, she runs to 40, unloads it. Goal, it's going to fall short. Marshall gets back there and smacks it through to safety for a minor score. It is Carlton's first score, though. They are one behind Essendon, 3-3-21. Let's hear some thoughts, though, from Ethan Wright. Well, it's Carlton have had more of the ball. Um, they've had 54% of possession, but they've 
Essendon have just, yeah, like I said before, been so clinical with their with how they've used it. So Daniel Marshall, now. she waltzes out of the uh, defensive goal square with a kick towards Ford. It's up towards uh, half back. Little kick off the ground was okay. Brazali's around it for the Blues. She's had a heap of possession. Wilson in there for Carlton as well. Little handball by Brazali was okay, but being wrapped up as soon as she won the football was Charlie Linson, and the umpire will cross himself. We'll have a ball up centre half forward here for the Blues, attacking towards his Royal Parade into the ground. That legend stand-in, though, is usually the scoring end at this ground, as we saw in the uh, AFL practice match between Carlton and St Kilda. So maybe a little bit of hope for the Blues, Pete, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> maybe that's just me hoping more than anything. I like my coffee cappuccino with two sugars, thanks. As it comes away with Heil, she's immediately caught holding the football. And a free kick going the way of the Blues and uh, picking it up is Vanessa Murphy. So Murphy, seen a bit of the pill of late. Looking for some options. And she decides to go to the Zampaleon oh. direction who aborted her jump in the end. Oh, Coming out of the back as delay a tackle is Hosking. Puts her opponent into the ground and the umpire asks for the ball back. We'll get some thoughts from Alan Matthews. So it seems that the way the S's are coming down the ground... The way they're coming down, it seems like a, a very strong breeze, but I don't think there's much out there. Just that they're teaming up better. Carlton are getting, as you said, a lot of position of the ball, but not 100% utilising it properly. Their handballs haven't been going straight to wherever, been smothered a hell of a lot. And as I said, when Essendon get down there, they're, they're creating a lot more because the, the, their forward line's been open and they're able to deliver the ball. Essendon 3-3-21 to Carlton, one behind at quarter time. Alan, can I put that down to maybe the last two weeks and Paul seen Essendon play against, again, against soft opposition, to be fair, in the Western Bulldogs yep. and Port Melbourne. But they've had that confidence of being able to run the ball the last two games. They've just essentially picked up from the previous weeks. OK. Yeah, well, that, that's probably why they're sort of like getting the result because they want the ball. You can see they want the ball. I'm not saying Carlton don't want the ball. They're endeavouring, as you said, by the possession point of view. But... They're not as clean as what Essendon are doing. Ethan, right down the end. I know you've got open the VFL app having a look at the stats. Who are some of the actual possession winners so far for both the Blues and the Bombers? Well, Brazale for Carlton has got eight possessions so far, six kits, kicks and two of them by hand. Um, Radford, she's got six for, for Essendon. And then it, it's it's pretty much Carlton with Goss, Klingbeal and Murphy with five. De Cosmo uh, with four, as does Gurr. And then... Um, yeah, the uh, Fruves, two goals this week, two goals last week. And uh, Tierney scored a goal this week as well. She scored three last week, the new recruit from Geelong. Okay, let's have a look at the goal kickers at quarter time, Paul Sebastian. Yeah, goal kickers, as uh, Ethan mentioned. Frederica Fru with two, Renee Tierney with one, and obviously none yet for the Blues. So at quarter time, Essendon 3-3-21, Carlton one behind. We'll be back straight after this. What do you listen to while you're waiting for the next VFLW game on Wharf Radio? Do you long for the days when radio stations played music that you knew without being constantly bombarded with ads and by announcers who want to make it about themselves and not about the music? Welcome to GoRadio.Live. We're here 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, playing the very best music of the past 70 years. You can listen at www.GoRadio.Live or better still, download the free GoRadio.Live app for your Apple or Android device. Go Radio.Live. It's radio as it should be. Life can be really tough when you or a close family member has cancer. But if you're 12 to 25, Canteen's in your corner. Canteen provides whatever practical and emotional support you need, from connecting you with other young people who get what you're going through, to helping you develop new skills to cope, and just bringing back some fun into your world. 
So if cancer's messing with your life, check out canteen.org.au. And remember, canteen's in your corner. If you've had something stolen... Or if you've had property damaged, you need the police, not the sirens. If you've lost something or found something valuable... Or if you want to register a party or let us know you're going away on holiday, you need the police, not the sirens. When you need the police but not the sirens, you can now report these incidents online at police.vic.gov.au or call 131444. Authorised by the Victorian Government, Melbourne. No matter what your age, most of us played sport when we were young and there was always one thing that made you want to disappear into the corner or even give up your chosen sport. And that was when somebody on the sideline hurled abuse at either you or a teammate or an official. These are things that make sports so painful for so many kids and the time has come to stop it. I'm Usman Kawaja from the Australian cricket team. My message is a simple one. Let kids be kids. Let them enjoy their sport. Find out more at playbytherules.net. Indeed it is the VFL Women's Match of the Day here on WARFradio.com. That's where you hear our radio stream and a full pregame show before every match. WARFradio.com. If you come to the ground, you bring your FM radio with you. You'll hear us delay-free on 89.1 FM. And, of course, you stream us via the VFLW YouTube channel. Essendon 3-3-21. Carlton one behind at quarter time. And just a quick little shout-out or two from uh, the YouTube Twitter stream. We yes. see in the live chat, Maddie plays Bill's Mafia, Nolene Watkins, and Josh White says, hello, pal. Yes, a very, very warm welcome to, to Josh White. And uh, anyone on the live stream as well, make sure you leave some comments in the live chat too. Leave some questions. We'll, uh, we'll try our best to... To answer him in breaks of play and, and through the quarter breaks as well, Pete. And so uh, there's, there's how many? We've got 170 people watching live, Pete. And also as well, you can tweet us at any time at WARF Radio. You can also follow us on Facebook at Wharf Radio. Instagram account, we've got Wharf Radio. Or you can stand at the front of my place. I don't know what you want to do that <laughs> for, but, you know, if that's just your thing, you know, fair enough. Okie dokie, goal kickers, as we said, Federico Fru with two and Tierney with one. Uh, Ethan Wright, um, I guess now we, we have to look at the Carlton play. Uh, Paul Sebastiani says, the vortex at the ground suggests this is Telling the scoring you. end, the legends stand. It is. What, what do they need to structure in this forward line for the Blues to make the most of the mysterious vortex? Well, I... Oh, it's it's uh, it's magic, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you how do you um, structure? I, I, I guess they just kind of have to. They've the, the, every time the ball has gone into the, into the forward fifty for the Blues, it's always been with players up. There's never been really, you know, the Essendon have done well as they've put the targets down and they've kicked to them successfully. So I think the Blues need to need to do a bit of that and. And just find some find some players on that inside fifty that aren't you know swamped by Essendon defenders who are who are oh so good. Yeah, I think options closer to goal are going to be a big big thing for the Blues coming into this into this second term. You see their forwards maybe just getting a little bit too high up the park when they go inside forward fifty, but uh, it's an easy fix sort of coming into into the quarter too. I, I think the battle of the midfield has been, I think it's I reckon maybe the Blues have just been on top. The battle of the midfield, but I think as play generates in between the arcs, I think the Bombers have been able to transition a lot better. We've seen that too, and their, their well, defensive pressure inside forward 50 is really strong. Well, we're seeing Borg winning the ruck, and we're always seeing Klingbill get her hands yep. on the ball first. Yep. I guess it's just what's happening after exactly that. Exactly right, exactly right. 
Well, Essendon were already in their positions early. Carlton late to break from the huddle. As we said, conditions at the moment probably in their mid-20s. Uh, up in the commentary box, we feel a cool breeze, but we know it had been a little bit humid, or at least felt humid when we were walking up the <laughs> stairs earlier. We're just about ready to get underway here for the second term on WIFradio.com. To get us underway, here is prime time, Paul Sebastiani. Thank you very much, Pete. Uh, Blues forwards just getting into formation here. Umpire... While we wait, actually, I didn't get your Sunday tip. You got a tip for the races just quietly? Not yeah. today. Oh. No, no, no. But uh, there is one going around next week called Hitotsu in the Australian Guineas, Pete. That I think is going to go very close. So uh, the punters can keep an eye out for that, Pete. <laughs> At Bet Deluxe, just quietly. Just a cheap little plug for work there. <laughs> so umpire holds the ball aloft. Back underway here in the second quarter at Icon Park. And Borg won the first tap down. Klingbill was around the footy for the Blues. So was so was Thronycroft. Klingbill, she ended up winning the clearance. Went up towards the uh, attacking side of the square for the Blues, dropping the mark there for the uh, Bombers but uh, Blues midfielders just hovering around this ball, Borg laying a tackle there and we'll do it all again, now to throwing the ball back to the umpire and they'll resume hostilities in the middle of Icon Park closer towards this broadcast side, Nalda reaching over the top, won the tap Went towards Eugle. She couldn't win clean possession. Klingbeer was in there for the Blues. So was Ford. She uh, burrowed away underneath the uh, stoppage. Borg hovering around the contest as well. So is Thronycroft. Umpire letting this go on. Still, there's about six or seven plays over this footy. Eventually works its way out. Winning the handball towards Ford. She had her kick smothered. Well done by Radford. Handball to Zanketa. She went back to Radford. And now the Bombers can clear. Courtney Eugle. She's got a little bit of time and space. Kick up towards her Ford. Her target is Jenny. She takes the mark. In front of her opponent, Brooke Vernon, and she can wind up and go inside forward 50 for the Bombers. Renee Tierney with the football. 50! Oh! 50-metre penalty. Now, was it, did the player on the mark either take a step because we got the stand rule, or did I see... I saw Ali Bill nearby. Did she go in... No, she's gone to tap one of her teammates. Maybe they've gone into the approach yep. zone. So Tierney, nonetheless, will be looking for her second goal. And, well, you might as well put it down. She is directly in front. From 10 metres out. Not the start of the quarter Carlton would have wanted. Renee Tierney. Bang. All her friends and family watching on YouTube. We know that they are going to love that. She's got two already. And that means the Bombers go out to 4-3-27. Carlton one behind. Uh, Ethan Wright. Um, they're coach killers, aren't you? Those little... So what I call soft fifties. They're obviously there. They've got to be paid, but just when a player just isn't quite switched on, it's and just that, yeah. that brain fade that you, that yeah. you see. It's it, it it would obviously be extremely frustrating. It's frustrating as a fan, as as much more I'd say as a coach as well. But you've got to you've got to put that out of your mind as the player and um, get back to work and and look to to you know uh, make reparations for that. So back in the middle at Icon Park, Bombers with a quick one. In the second term, as a result of a 50-metre penalty from the ruck contest, Sanketa, she barged her way through the stoppage. Smart kick over the top, it's OK. Now it works out well. The Bombers can go inside forward 50. McIntosh created a lead. It was ignored. Out the back here, Frederica through. She snaps it. It's going to trickle towards goal, and it's going to bounce through. <laughs> Frederica through with her third. Another one. <laughs> Bombers get their fifth, 5-1-33, and they're running away with this one, Ethan. They are. This is, the Vortex must be the, the Bombers' goal square. It doesn't matter where it is. They're scoring goals as they have in the last two weeks. They've, they've brought it with them and um, they've absolutely dominated already this quarter. 
Just quietly, do you think Essendon during the week watched that game back in 2018 when Vessio kicked nine goals against them at the Hill <laughs> and just said, just watched that back and said, we owe Carlton one in return? <laughs> I think so, Pete. It's, wor- it's working out that way at the moment, isn't it? Oh, dear, oh, me. Around the grounds in the AFLW at the moment as well. And St Kilda look on track for their first win. Three-quarter time, 5-2-32, leading the Suns 2-4-16. So finally, Nick Dalzanto might actually have one down in the wing column. <laughs> As the ball is thrown up in the air, away we go again. Ball versus Nelda. Nelda wins down the tap down, hand pass out towards the Klingball direction. She's going to be harassed here by Zanchetta. All over her. Now Thornycroft, uh, Thornycroft had it. Managed to get rid of the uh, attempted tackle by Nanscorn. Hurry kick away there by the Blues towards their half-forward flank. Now half-back flank. Whoop! Through the legs there of uh, Courtney Ugal. And umpire said it was a throw as she was trying to find Nelda. And that's going to end up in, uh, will it go to Georgia Borg? Or no, they'll hand it to Brooke Walker. So Brooke Walker, no, they have to hand it back to Borg. The umpire being very specific. So Georgia Borg, between centre and centre half forward, kicks. Good pass. And manages to find the player all by herself in Vanessa Murphy. Murphy decides to swing around. 55 metres out from home. Puts it in towards the hot spot. Too many Bombers back there. Georgia Nanscorn takes an easy mark on the chest and she'll clear for the Bombers. So Nanscorn, she's everywhere at the moment. Kick towards Nelda. It's okay. Nelda's starting to come into her game now. She is indeed. She goes with a short little ball. It's all right as well. They work it up the line, the Bombers. Ashley Cooper. Still inside defensive 50. Borg stands the mark. She goes with a high kick towards the boundary line. Is it out of bounds on the full? No, to Mark. Just inside the line, Amelia Radford at halfback for the Bombers. Lauren stands a mark for the Blues. She comes inside to Nanscorn. The Bombers do really well here, working it up the line. Chip, chip, chip. Nanscorn on the end of it, another 50. She moved. Honeybun gives it away this time, and Nanscorn's going to dart through centre wing. Bombers are going to be taken up to centre half forward. So Nanscorn... She'll take the resulting 50-metre penalty. Oogle makes a lead for her. She ignores that. She's going to go with a low-darting ball. It's okay. No, just over the head of her intended target. Blues defenders are in there. Ball fell out the back. Frederica Fru kicked it off the ground, paddled in front of her to run about 30 metres out from the bomber goal. Around the footy there for the Blues was Gurr. She's over the top of it. Fru underneath this one. She's wrapped up when she wins possession, and the umpire will ball it up. Inside the forward pocket for the Bombers. They lead at 5-1-31. The Blues one behind, one point. Sorry. 5-3-33, the Blues one behind, one point. As the ball is thrown up in the air, tapped down there by Cornish. The umpire's pulled out a free kick for a throw. And let's see which way he points here as he plays traffic cop. And it will be a Blues ball. And they're going to end up in the hands again of Vanessa Murphy. So Murphy on the back pocket, Royal Parade side of the ground. As a player calling for it in... Thornycroft goes in that direction. Nanscorn jump for it as well. Hammond's at the back. Nanscorn sees the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. We'll get some thoughts from Alan Matthews. Again, the Yeson girls are uh, in front and are targeting down there all the time. Carlton is still a little bit behind. Um, they're getting the, the knock at, at times with Borg. And you've got Nada coming into her, her own at the moment. So it's a good duel between those two. Ball is thrown back into play. Georgia Borg does the rock working. But I tell you what, it's pickpocketed by Zanchetta, who got it away to Nanscon, who got rid of it before she got claimed. Zanchetta went in there, so too, as well as Mariana Anthony, who kicked it high looking for Cecilia McIntosh, which may not be the greatest of ideas when the opponent's got like an inch or two on her. And taking that mark, there is Annie Lee. 
So Lee for the Blues in the back pocket. Goes on the right boot, broadcast side, up the line. Here comes Georgia Nanscorn all by herself and takes it too easily. Got Nanscorn. A, got a string on the ball. Yeah, goes in the Mia Ray Clifford direction and uh, she's cough up the football though. As soon as you praise it, commentator's curse there, Alan. And it's picked <laughs> off easily by Moore. Nadia Moore goes towards the back pocket. Have a halfback flank. So Murphy... With Anthony standing the mark. She plays on quickly. Kicks a dangerous one inside, but it's going to work out. Klingbill. Rosale calling for the footy. Klingbill goes quickly. Geez, Heil did really well to put her under pressure there. The kick's a wobbly one. Little tackle there. A great tackle there by Heil. And the resulting free kick is going to go the way of the Bombers. Again, that just that uninvited pressure. Unfortunately, her bounce of the ball didn't help her as she was going through. She knew what she wanted to do, but unfortunately got caught. So it'll be Heil to take the resulting free kick. Ball getting back there for the Blues to try to cover the hole. Cecilia McIntosh makes a lead. Goes Good in class. that direction. Takes a chest mark. Yeah, she's got options. Frederica Frews at the back. She plays on quickly. McIntosh with a thumping kick towards the top of the goal square and taking Brilliant. the mark. Again, being in front only helps with the hole. That girl again, Frederica Frew. Yep. As I said, all those passes there because the, the Essendon girls were in front of their opposition and uh, resulting in marks and then kicks into having a shot for goal. So tight angle, Frederica Fru. What could she conjure up? She kicks a magnificent goal. goal. Her fourth of the day. The Bombers get their six. Six, three, 39. The Bombers, the Blues, one behind at one point. And uh, Ethan, Frederica Fru, she has been on fire today. What do the Blues need to do to stop her? I don't think anyone can at the moment. It's well, she keeps on leading in front like that. No one's going to stop her. There's no, there's no way. If, if, if someone's playing as well as she is today, she scored two last week and she's, she's out now to kick four already and we're not even halfway through the second quarter, she's in for a massive bag. That nine goals you, you mentioned before from Vessio, she <laughs> might, that, that, uh, that score might be uh, about to get broken. Essendon 6-3-39, Carlton one behind as the umpire has the ball back in the middle of the ground and resets play. Up it goes in the air again. Now the versus Borg. Borg won it down and went to do her own roving work. Got the football out. Under all kinds back. of pressure is, oh. is Thornycroft immediately tackled by Georgia Nanscorn. And in the back, according to Alan Matthews, and the umpire exactly. says, I know nothing. <laughs> and uh, Borg puts it down the throat of Amelia Radford, who got caught straight away, brought down to ground in the tackle. Ball popped out, though. Linson now has it for the Blues, stolen there by Nanscorn. Nanscorn gets it sideways to Nicole Julian, who got it on the right boot, went towards the half-forward plane, looking for Mia Ray Clifford, who nudged her opponent under the ball and more. And gets going quickly, Mia Ray Clifford inside 50 with the kick, trying to find Jesse Davies. A run down oh from God. behind by Grace Dicker. Great tackle, great tackle. And uh, the player caught with the football was De Cosmo, and Grace Dicker will be having a shot on goal from around about uh, 38 metres out, slight angle. So Grace Dicker looking for her first of the day for the Bombers. Unloads, not going to make the distance. McIntosh brought the ball oh, to the ground and went for the snap off the carpet and will register as a minor score. Essendon 6-4-40, Carlton one behind. And today's your match analyst, here's Alan Matthews. Again, trying to kick it off the ground then, doing a, a Palais style. But didn't, <laughs> didn't work out, unfortunately. So Annie Lee, she's got the kick in duty. Jeez, Mirai Clifford almost got the smother there. Naldo was in prime spot, had it fisted away from her. Oh, Honey bun for the neck. Blues was wrapped oh. up. And the umpire off the ball has called it about 55 <laughs> metres away. He's called a high free kick, and it'll go the way of Honeybun. She's at half back here for the Blues. 
Brazali making a short lead. She ignores that. Hosking on the mark for the Bombers. Low darting ball up towards centre wing. It was okay. Thronicroft in there for the Blues. Danielle Marshall. She's going to clean up the mess for the Bombers. He's a high up and under kick. Not going to be the required 15. Brazali had it fisted away from her. Thronicroft in there again. That's <laughs> lays a massive tackle on her. And we'll do it all again. Ball up here. Centre wing. Nance Gordon going to rush off the ground as well. She's done a flurry of work at this one, Al. You're not wrong. It's just like a, a ball magnet and whatever. She goes in and out. In and out of the pack. Bomb bombs. We went twice there with the tackle and got out and then ran to the the, uh, the boundary line for a changeover. Sarah Ford cops one in the back. Umpire's going to pay advantage. Radford lost control of the football. Got it across to Zanchetta. Got three blues after her. Zanchetta kicks around the corner looking for Tierney. One bounce just at her feet. Now has to go in and pick it up. Gives the shovel out hand pass to Hugo. Hugo got it across to Radford. Radford with a little oh. chip kick. Works out beautifully. <laughs> and taking the mark for the Bombers is Jesse Davies. About 30 metres out from goal slide angle. Wasn't a small handball, but it was a great one because she had it out wide, and that's what Essendon's been doing. They're out wide, getting the space, making it easier for them to kick, and twice then got the little short one and bang into um, is it Davies? Is it? It's going for goals. Davies is squeezing it home. She gets her first for the day, and Essendon go out to seven four forty six. Carlton, one behind here at Icon Park. You're on WARFradio.com. That's WARFradio.com, 89.1 FM at the ground delay free. And on the VFLW YouTube stream, and let's get some thoughts and perhaps some stats as well with Ethan Wright. 13 disposals are ready for Radford. She's also got two tackles. Eight of them are handballs, so she's dictating the play and is around basically everywhere. So we've gone 12 and a half minutes into the second term, and it's all one-way traffic here. The Bombers... Leading it by 45 points at the moment. So plays back in position again. It'll be Borg to do battle in the ruck. And she won the clean tap down. Chasing the footy for the Blues is Goss. She couldn't win possession. As she went back in. in. I think it was a kick in danger. It was, yeah. It's going to go against Goss. Oogle will take the resulting free kick. And the Bombers can 4-0 forward again. Clear. Stack Open. a space here. They can go inside forward. 50. Kick a low darting one. Froze the target over her head. Vernon tapped it in front of her. Got a handball. It was okay. But Frederica no. Froos going to pick Fru up the mess. Snap towards kidding. goal up the top of the goal oh. square. It's just going to stay the near side and go through for one behind. So the Bombers, 7-5-47. And the Blues are one behind, one point. Again, then the opening uh, girls out there in that half-forward line. They got, makes it easier for them when they're passing because it's a 10-metre uh, clearance between the back line and the, the Carlton girls. Nicolau to keep the ball back into play for the Blues. Goes long towards the half-back flank on the city side of the ground. Georgia Borg put the hands up in the air. Now taking trying out the hand pass is Lily Goss. Trying to put it in the alley build direction. She's being harassed, harassed by a bunch of bombers, including Grace Sticker. Umpire blows the whistle and will call for the ball up. You've got Peter Holden, Paul Sebastiani, Alan Matthews and Ethan Wright on commentary. And just a reminder, we want more people to join our team. We're all volunteers, particularly women that are currently playing the game or used to play the game or are studying media. You can find the volunteer page at wharfradio.com. That's wharfradio.com. Ball is now in the Essendon hands of Eloise yeah. Ashley Cooper from 45 metres out. Goes towards the pocket. Lumpertini who dropped it. Then tried to get a little dribble kick away towards the top of the square. Mia Ray Clifford was there. Federica Free came in there as well for support. Being caught is Murphy. Interesting little one-handed throw. Umpire said play on. Tini get it back to Heil. The Canadian caught in the pocket. Tries to go for a snap. It's bending back for Mia Ray Clifford. Punched away at the crucial moment by Nadia Moore. And the ball will go over the boundary line and out of bounds. I think it's a new rule coming into that 360 and they're not allowed to do no more, is it? That's correct. 
But uh, Noel's a throw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been around for a bit longer, just yeah. quietly. <laughs> so we'll have it tossed in here. Bombers in attack once again. Ball falls out the back. Cornish couldn't win clean possession. Borg tried to tap it forward. Now the Blues can go. They go towards the top of the uh, or centre yeah, square. That. Sorry, a lot better. Milford takes the mark. It's got nowhere to kick. It's about a five-on-one in favour of the Bombers here. The kick up towards Brooke Walker. Bombers have got the prime spot. Brooke Walker's given away a free kick. It's a chop of the arms. There's no opposition at all in both sides. They're all from the centre line, uh, Essendon centre line down. No Carlton, no Essendon players from the uh, bottom half of the ground. So the resulting free kick went to Crook. She goes to Nanscorn, who goes with a low darting ball to Zanketa. Just the required 15. Milford stands a mark. Zanketa comes towards the outer side here. She's got a couple of targets. Good fist away there, though, by Build. She lays a tackle immediately, though, and we'll have a ball up. Outer side here at Icon Park. Bummer 7-5-47. Carlton, one behind, one point. And, uh, Ethan, well, uh, it's all one-way traffic. What can, what can the Blues do to stem the flow? I think they've just got to set, set up better. They've, they've not had anyone to defend. They've been quite lucky, I think, with a few uh, missed marks. They, they're doing better on that back line, but they just have everywhere else, they're kind of still lacking. Immediately wrapped up there as Klingbill, she was caught by Hosky, and the umpire says no prior advantage. As much as a bit of play happened, it all came back to the same spot you started talking, so no great advantage there for either side. As the ball is thrown up at the end, we'll restart play once more. Georgia Borg won it down. Put it straight down the throat there of Walker, who tried to get a kick well, away, but immediately got ricocheted off her boot, and the umpire says no. Nope. Uh, I'll take the football back and uh, we'll ball it up. Essendon 6-4-40, Carlton one behind here on our VFLW match the day on wharfradio.com as the ball is thrown up in the air. Borg, Nanscorn, yep, now the hurry little hand pass out. Nanscorn got the footy. Now trying to extract it out of there. Hosking, she's immediately being warmed by Murphy. Couldn't get it out. Also jumping in there is Honeybun. And again, it will uh, be held up. The umpire will take the football back. And we're between centre and centre-half forward for the Blues. So 17 minutes gone in this uh, second term as we creep closer to half-time. Little handball out by Anthony. Brooke Walker did well, got it to Borg. Blues go inside forward, 50. Milford came out. Big pack and big collision there. And the umpire's going to call a free kick, How? I think, going the way of Milford. Maybe the player in front was it. Uh, Inter interference on the marking contest potentially stiff if it was but uh, Milford is going to take the resulting free kick she'll kick from about 40 40 metres out directly yeah, in front pushed in the back yep pushed in the back was it yep. yeah so Milford can she kick Carlton's first goal steady approach A Ben Brown run up so she comes in gets close to the mark oh, this kicks kick. a thumper and I think it's going to go kick. through it is indeed yes good kick Fantastic goal from Milford. And Carlton finally gets its first. They got a 1-1-7. The Bombers are 7-5-47. And Ethan, uh, the Blues need to do a little bit more of that. Six more of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they've, it's not that they haven't had the possession. It's been pretty even. If you just look at the general statistics, obviously it's encompassing the whole game. But it is still very even with the exception of that scoreboard. Here on our VFLW Match of the Day on WARFradio.com. Essendon 7-5-47, Carlton 1-1-7 as we've gone uh, more than 18 minutes into this second quarter. So we're in the shadows of the three-quarter time siren. One more for Carlton before halftime. Might just give them a slight hope. 
Let's see what happens here. The umpire just waiting for players because oh, they got to do the five, six, five, yeah, and all of that. Oh, yeah. You're going to tell them to do this and do yeah, that. Yeah, great. Yeah. Someone from the rules committee had to come up with that. It's yeah, like, oh. Slap on the wrist. Oh, jeez. As we throw the football up in the air and away we go again. Nelda wins Nelda. it down, almost ricocheted back to it, but it's stolen by Wilson. Wilson put the hurry little hand pass out for, for uh, the player running through there in Linson, who couldn't quite pick up the footy. On the Umpire says one too high for the Bombers and Jen Cheddar, and she takes the advantage. Oh, Looking high. for McIntosh, but she gave high. away a fair bit of height. De Cosmo takes it for the Blues. She kicks inboard. Good mark taken. Now by Goss. Goss is oh. immediately smothered off the boot, though. And that was done by the fair Bombers luck. and Davies. He maybe being held with the jumper. The umpire said, no, it's fair. Quick little pack's going to form here. The ball will squeeze out on the half-forward flank. Sarah Ford couldn't hang on to it. Davies trying to get it out. Mariana Anthony went in there as well. Bill got it quickly across to Goss. Goss put it on the right boot. The ball's dribbling up towards the centre wing. Now taken by Nauta. Had to get rid of the hot potato. She was trying to find Nanscorn. Nanscorn laid the tackle in the end on Hammonds. Ball spopped out. Now it's a Don's ball. They go to inside 50, looking for Mia Ray Clifford. She's behind in the race, but she did some excellent body work Ray there against Hunter. Bun. Oh, Mia Ray Clifford sets great it up pass, pass. Oh. and a mark right before the siren and guess who's got it as the who would sing Foo are you Foo 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 Frederica Foo with a pill again by leading in front and uh, what I've seen all the Essendon players as much as they possible they've been driving that ball every time they get it's not a little dribble kick it's a buddy 30, 40, 50 odd buddy metres and yep. they're getting results and being in front again, the ball jumps over, bang, straight in the hands. Frederica Fru has got half a bag. She has got five goals and Essendon go to 8-5-53 leading Carlton 1-1-7 at half time. By the way, there's a number of people joining us on the uh, YouTube chat as well. Remember the VFLW YouTube, you've got the live chat. Hello to uh, Diane Marshall, who's uh, going and saying, way to go, Renee. Michael Wares is listening as well. Matty plays. Sammy GFC is listening in. And uh, I don't know if this is a relation at all to Ethan, but I got on you, mate. Give Ethan more airtime. <laughs> <laughs> you, you weren't just texting yourself, mate. <laughs> there, you? quietly. No. I, reckon, I reckon the viewership's just gone down after your singing. <laughs> as well, Pete, just quietly. <laughs> take, a good, no take a good drink. <laughs> Ethan, the video's we'll, been taken down, what? <laughs> Ethan, mate, we'll, we'll go to you. It's a good opportunity actually at halftime with yourself to go through the VFL app at the moment. Go through some of the leading stack getters at the moment for both Carlton and Essendon. Well, Radford, um, obviously she came off after that 13th possession because you've only had one more. Uh, she's got 14 for the game. Um, uh, Nan Scoran, she's got 11. She's kicked one behind. In the tackles, um, Nan Scoran again... Uh, she's got six. Borger's got five as well for, for Carlton. Um, and, yeah, of course, the, the star of the show, Frew, 5-1 from just seven disposals. And have you seen the play go down uh, for Essendon for this term? Because, as we said, we, we thought the Vortex would be the legend stand down <laughs> with, with Carlton kicked down there at the moment. But just this, you know, how did you view this run and carry style from the Bombers? Uh, well, it, it works. I mean, they've they've countered anything that Carlton's tried to do. Carlton are playing a completely different style, probably the wrong style, obviously, because they're, you know, so, you know, they're 49, what is it, 53 now to seven down. Um, every single time the Bombers have got the ball, there's always Essendon players on them, and they've had so many smothers this game. They, they don't keep a stat of that, but they have yeah. bad so many. The turnovers yeah, are just exactly. a plenty. 
Uh, just also listening in, uh, Dwayne Turvey as well. She says, go Bombers, give them an AFLW contract. Yes, they will be in the AFLW next season. Um, coming up the 2022-2023 season. Rex Kite listening in as well. It uh, says, the Bombers are cheating. They let the Blues score. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a, there's a bit of a, not RG Bage, there's yeah. a bit going on about the Essendon Guernsey. Yeah, yeah, Leon's in there yeah. as well. And also asking going Barry Atkins there. going, oh, what's this? Is it very just round, whatever? No, this is the Essendon alternative slash away yeah. jumper. Yeah. So typically in the VFL, LW, you will wear your away jumper when playing away. So that's why Essendon is wearing that. Essendon, I mean, hey, I'm a traditionalist. I like, you know, black jumper, red sash. We should have been like we were for 130 years. But but the rules are in this competition that uh, when they're a away team, they've got to yep, wear yep, yep. that red jumper. Um, right. Obviously, Paul, as you know, not to have any confusion like the two white jumpers of the Bulldogs advised <laughs> last year. I don't, look, for, for, for the dislike that I have for, for Essendon and the impartiality coming out there, I love the Guernsey. I reckon it's fantastic. It really stands out. And, uh, well, it's working for them today, isn't it? And also, Shano is listening in there as well. Matty Play says, hi, say hi to the Essendon FC zone. Jacob Mulder listening, uh, watching online as well through YouTube. Thank you very much. And hello to everyone at Bomber Blitz and at Talking Carlton. Uh, Alan Matthews and Paul Sebastiani, I am yep. going to give you the, both the hard sell, but... What are the positives that we can see, at least even in individual players, out of Carlton at the moment? Uh, well, you get... Um, uh, what's her name? The Ruckman Borg. She's getting majority where Nader is blocking her. And I think the other one, uh, uh, number 10, was Cornish coming in also, helping out with the Ruck there. So there's, you've got one against two, and that makes it very, very hard to block around. The, the rest of the point of view, the jumper voice is good. If they had the old one, like the black with the red, would be very uh, hard to pick, my yeah. opinion, with the dark yeah. blue navy jumper. And I, as you say, that's good. I really don't like the Richmond when they throw their one around with that yellow one. The, the, bar, the Barney Banana one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really yeah. don't like that one. But in those type of things, and, and that, that, that helps a hell of a lot. Carlton, at the moment, are, are behind. Every time they've got the ball, Essendon, as uh, Ethan said, they smothered the ball most of the times. And uh, I know I kept on saying the forward line from Essendon, they're out, out wide, and they only come in when the ball's coming in there and they're in front, leading in front, like we were talking about Taylor uh, Harris with her leading, coming in, going that way. Paul Sebastiani, of course, you can catch on Blue Abroad. Yes. Blues Abroad, that is on YouTube as well as the Jumper Punch. Um, you're a Carlton man through and through, so you'll be yep. picking through the side. Particularly, they'll be also be looking at the AFLW talent mm -hmm. to hopefully get the call back up next week. Who do you see that's actually standing out today? I think, look, Annie Lee's got, you know, obviously, I know she, she has fantastic disposal. I think that that's one positive from, from a backline point of view. But I, I don't think the midfield, I think the Bombers midfield sort of started to get on top towards the back end of that second half. So I think the midfield battle has had been 50-50 up until sort of maybe halfway through that second quarter, which is a positive for Carlton. But uh, Brooke Walker starting to get involved as well. Brazali was around there early too. So the AFLW girls stepping up. But Georgia Borg, I thought, has been really, really good in, in the heart of midfield. They're competing against some of the bigger, you know, Bombers rucks and, and, and being constantly put under pressure as well. But um, her tackle pressure's been good, trying to win possession for the ball too. And uh, what, what I like for her as well, she had... I know it's a little thing, and it's. I mean, you, you kind of got to report these things too, but she had the confidence to take a low-darting kick inside as well, and she's won her fair share of the football, so I think she's a tick. But I will say, I think Charlotte Wilson, has she been taken off? She, she, went, she either went really yeah. quiet in that quarter or she, she's off the ground with, with something. So just keep an eye out for her. But um, look, I mean... 
Milford getting the goal as well. She's presented well all day, but it's just been a tough go for the Blues forwards. And back to Ethan right down the end with some more stats. Can we get a breakdown of the team stats at the moment, including, uh, I know some guns might go, okay, what are the free kick count? We might get in that, but, but, but let's talk about possession and who's controlling that in some of those team stats. Well, good you don't want the free kick count because they don't put that on the app, but... There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, Essendon, they've had... They've had more possession, but again, as we, as it's opposite now, they've had you know fifty four percent, but it's it's not majorly different. They've had seventy kicks though to um, uh, the Blues fifty four. Handballs are even. The Blues lead that by two forty three to forty one. Marks though, Essendon of course have converted those kicks into marks twenty four marks to uh, Carlton's just thirteen. Tackles again, they're in Carlton's favour though, only by two though, so thirty four to thirty two. Hitouts also Carlton's favour by by two. Um, the inside 50s obviously are in uh, Essendon's favour, but not by much either, and the rebound 50 is the same. So Breaking news coming in from the AFLW, so to interrupt, Ethan. Saints win by three points. Oh. Oh. Sarah Perkins missed set shot right in front with 30 oh, seconds no. remaining. Oh, wow. Finally, the Saints get off, get on the board, Pete. Nick Del Santa, a little bit of pressure off, maybe. No, of course not. <laughs> wooden, wooden spoon coach gets the gets the axe. That's what it's yeah. been like in the AFLW every year. Just about. <laughs> oh dear. And yes, you were saying, Ethan. Sorry to interrupt. That's all good. Uh, yeah, no, it's 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 not been. It's not like Essendon have absolutely dominated. They've had a little bit more of the ball, and they've been very good with their kicks and their marks. But they've not. They've not dominated in a way that you'd think it would be with, with the mm. score like it is. And uh, hello again to everyone on the YouTube chat. Just a quick uh, note here from Trish, who says Georgia Nanscorn is a star. She so, is indeed. Uh, ab- she is indeed. Absolutely. And we might get her stats later on because we've got the over-under going. 29 and a half. Unders reckons Paul Sebastiani. I've gone the overs on that. We'll take this opportunity to take a break at halftime. It is Essendon. 8-5-53, leading Carlton, 1-1-7. We'll be back after this. Hi, I'm Vanessa Lowe, long jump gold medalist and world record holder. When I was 15, I was waiting to catch my train. In a split second, my life changed. As the train arrived, the crowd surged forward. I was too close to the platform edge, lost my balance and fell into the path of the oncoming train. I was in a coma for two weeks and it took two years to walk again. So please, stand back, look up, and stay rail safe. The average person spends 44 minutes a day thinking about food. At Oz Harvest, thinking about food is a full-time job because we're always looking for new ways to nourish our country and combat food waste and hunger. Every day, we rescue quality surplus food across Australia and deliver it to those who'd otherwise go hungry. And you can help. Every dollar donated to Oz Harvest can provide two meals to people in need. Visit ozharvest.org. Thought for food. Hey, hi. You're sub. We're here for Rad. Here's a simple word of advice. Don't drink and drive. If you plan to drink, plan ahead. Give up the keys. Either drink or drive. Don't mess around trying to do both. When you drink and drive, you're risking the life of yourself and the lives of everybody on the road. It takes a lot of courage to convince a friend not to drive after they've been drinking. But you might just be saving their life. So if you plan to drink, plan not to drive. Been playing for a while. Sweet kicks Cause footy makes you smile Sweet kicks football If you're getting ready for the trials Gotta go the extra mile Sweet kicks football 
for retro footy gear with designs created by local artists that you won't find anywhere else. Plus, their unique range of women's footy tees help raise funds for Indigenous literacy programs. Get online and start shopping today. We are the Australian Literacy and Numeracy Foundation, striving to empower our most marginalised communities through literacy and education. Literacy is having a voice. Literacy is opportunity. Literacy is dreaming big. Literacy is freedom. Today, you can help end inequality and give every child access to our life-changing and proven literacy programs. Your support is vital. Donate now at alnf.org. Storms are Australia's most costly natural disaster. Getting prepared now is the best way to protect people and to minimise damage to your property. Keep your gutters, downpipes and drains clear and stash any loose items in yards or on balconies. Trim any trees and branches hanging too close to your house and keep your roof in good repair. For emergency help, call the SES on 132500. <sighs> Feeling a little down? <sighs> Drop into the ReachOut website at reachout.com.au and let us put a spring back in your step. When times are tough, clear your head at reachout.com.au. Indeed, you're listening to the VFL Women's Match of the Day, the final game of Round 3, and it's between Carlton and Essendon, and the Bombers 8-5-53, leading Carlton 1-1-7. Goal kickers, Frederica Fru has got five for the Bombers, singles to Davies and Tierney, and uh, Milford has got the single goal for Carlton. And uh, we do say hello online, also listening via, or watching via the YouTube live stream. We've got Frank Monentieri, who's listening in, can't wait for this in the AFLW team. Uh, Beauregard uh, Waddlebottom. Uh, Beauregard Waddlebottom is an interesting <laughs> name. <laughs> and, 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 and Maddie plays asks the question Who do the commentators think will be in the grand final in the VFLW? Oh, that's a very good question. Well, I think I think the mob you're seeing out here today are going to be uh, going to go very close. Essendon, uh, they were very close what? last year. And. Uh, I think from outside the Bombers, potentially the Magpies, we could have a traditional, uh, we could have traditional rivals in the uh, in the VFLW Grand Final, Pete. Alan, and I'll but just give you drop your microphone they, a bit, mate. They they came down a little bit uh, with their first game, Collingwood. 
off their pedestal. Yeah. <laughs> against the Kilda. Could I don't want that. to wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, well, they've come back after now and sort of like had a couple of wins, so that's sort of like brought them back on. Um, just learning, so learning all them, you like say the essence and whatever, uh, they should at the present stage be the form teams. And Ethan, right down the end, who do you see long range potentially making the grand final? Well, I'm going to say Collingwood because I can support them. Um, but <laughs> Geelong early, they've won their yeah. three games and they've got a percentage of 526. So like uh, Essendon, although not on the same scale, they're winning by margins. So I think Geelong could be up there. Casey as well are in a similar position as well. I think we see the potential grand final preview in round six, Geelong and Essendon. Okay. They met in the preliminary final mm. last year, and yep. uh, they've got something stewing there, those yep. two teams. And, and uh, should I say that on the Saturday of that round, we know the VFL men's is locked in to be played at Cadinia Park for that game. And I, one would hope, as much as we'd like to obviously do it at Wharf Radio, we hope that the game for the women's isn't played out at Deakin Uni. I hope they do play as a doubleheader at Cadinia Park with the afl.com.au mainstream. Yeah, it'd be nice. It's like yeah. it's, it, it's a rewind back to the to the old days really. You know, yeah. you have the curtain raising and you have you have the game as well. So, but um I'm yeah, ho- hopefully that uh, hopefully the council and the VFL the VFL executives can sort it out, Pete. Yeah, and allow it on the ground because I know for cost reasons they put it down at Deakin Uni, but let's just hope bang bang back to back. Fans can come along. At least those that like to watch the men's can get to see their opening round one game. But at least for the women's, they get to go. Hey, here's the top two, potentially the top two teams going at it. I, I think ultimately that's what. And once the two two teams come in next year and make the, all the teams are there, I think that's what they're ultimately going to do, aren't they? Have a uh, curtain raiser with the women and the men's later? Or? Well, well, that's very interesting because Libby Birch wrote the article during the week suggesting it should be moved away from summer. Some are pro-summer, away from the men's to get clear air. Some want it with the men's. And the yep. question is, do you do the doubleheader or do you do what used to be opposite? If you think first 11, second 11 cricket, mm. one side plays at home and the other side plays away. Mm. So, for example, if this was men's, for example, this was an AFLW game, you'd have, all right, you've got Carlton Essendon here, and then the men's game would be, for example, at uh, Windy Hill, per se, using the old terminology. But do, you, do you split the supporters, then? Do you split the supporter base? Again, that's, that's another thing you've got to throw into consideration. But let's get back to the footy yeah, third quarter underway, on. Paul Sebastiani. Yep, back underway here at Icon Park. Bombers look like they're going to win the first clearance. Oogle around the football for the Bombers. Little handball out there by Goss, though. Carlton with a cling bill. Thronnycroft was tackled as soon as she won the footy and uh, she was taken without it, was she? Or was the no, umpire in the, back. in the back yet? So the ball will come back for a push in the back. It'll be Thornycroft to take the resulting free kick. She's just the defensive side of centre wing here. So the Blues look like they're going to go for the kick. This is a dangerous one into the middle of the ground. Over the head there of Hosking and Walker. Walker went back in to get it. Handball over the top. Not the best. Hosking came out with a wobbly kick towards Oogle. Thornycroft was in there for the Blues. One back possession. She was wrapped up as soon as she won it. Sitting on top of it. She rolls around with Oogle. And the umpire will cross himself. And we'll have a ball up. Just the attacking side of the centre square for the Blues. They trail 8-5-53 to 1-1-7. Borg. 
from the restart. Thornycroft in there. Radford just flicked it out to Woogle. Little handball fell the way of the Blues. A good tackle laid by Murphy on her opponent. Umpire calls play on. Now we'll come in and cross himself and we'll do it all again here. Just the attacking side of the wing for Carlton. They trail by 46 points. Woogle's had about five possessions in about two seconds. As the ball is put straight down the throat there of Jordan Zanchetta who is going absolutely nowhere and the umpire says no prior opportunity and will take the football back. Tackle laid on there by Thornycroft. Umpire throws the ball high in the air again. Away we go. One out by Borg. Taken off the back by Ford. Got it across to Radford. Radford quickly went by hands to oh, find man. Aloise Ashley He's Cooper. Now she decides to go for the switch of play to find Kendra Heil. Recruited out of the Hamilton Wildcats of the AFL Ontario competition. Now she switches out towards the wing. Ooh, putting on the brakes after she almost went too far. Elizabeth Hosking. Hosking managed to go back to Aloise Ashley Cooper. She is the Essendon Club best and fairest from last year. Ashley Cooper on the right boot. Goes long and high inside 50. Came off hands. One on two and it's Tierney having to go at it. Wilson is on her hammer. Blues have the ball momentarily until oh, Grace Dicker goes and around and around oh, and around. Oh, no. Sling. Sling. Oh, sling. Oh. Okay. Should have been first option as well. but Sling tackle and uh, a Carlton player on the ground feeling a little worse for wear. I think it's Brooke Vernon. And yep. uh, she's being checked on by Brown and Gert. Umpire blows the whistle. The signal serious time. Now, remember, Ooh. in the VFLW, we play straight 20 minutes quarters with no time on unless there is a serious injury. And which you hear then, the umpire blows the whistle twice. That is to indicate to the timekeeper's serious injury to stop the clock. Yeah, it looks like as she was tackled, she was like grabbed by the Guernsey and then ripped down by Dicker. I think, she, yeah, she smacked her, smacked her head on the ground, yeah, from what we're looking at on tackle. the replay. No. So that means Dicker might end up being on the report card, uh, at least from the match review officer point of view. And they're signalling for stretcher as yep. well. Not good. So Rook Walker being attended to. The players are going to go into their respective huddles. And while that happens, just to remind you, in the uh, AFLW, we had uh, the Saints and uh, Suns kick proceedings off for uh, what was going to be four games in a row today. Of course, Carlton fans, you've got your game coming up tonight, a Sunday night game up in Canberra. Ooh, GWS, ag yes. Against the GWS Giants. And the score, of course, from that game between the Saints and the Suns of Trevor Barker over all the Saints got their first win, 5-4-34 to the Suns, an inaccurate 4-7-31. And uh, in about two minutes' time, Underway will be Collingwood and uh, the Western Bulldogs. 5.10pm local time in Melbourne, the Eagles and the Lions over in WA. And, of course, 7.10pm is that bounce down for the Blues and the Giants. Indeed, some Ripper, Ripper AFLW games coming up. Collingwood obviously playing uh, back down there at Victoria Park, back at their, uh, their old old home grounds. So. And, a sp and a spot in the six on the line. Exactly right. So they're uh, hopefully going to build some momentum towards it back into the of the year. And we might take this opportunity to go to Ethan Wright. Let's go through some of the better players for both sides, some of the disposal counts at the moment for both Carlton and Essendon. Well, Radford, again, she's already got one possession this this uh, half of the game, this quarter. Uh, she's up to 15, and again, the two tackles, and she's been effective with her kicks and handballs as well. Um, Nanskowin, uh, 11, uh, and Zanchetta, 11, also for the Bombers. Um, Goss has got 10, and Murphy, 9 for the Blues, and then it kind of drops off, and then... Eugle's uh, got nine for the Bombers as well. And, of course, uh, the, the star of the show, as I said before, Frew, 5-1. So the training staff taking their time here. 
How many's Nance gone got again? We've got the overs, unders going, Pete. We've got keeping a keen yeah, eye she's on She's got this. 11 so far. Okay, I reckon that coffee might be coming my way, Pete. No sugar <laughs> cappuccino, I think, uh, very much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that cancels, cancels each other out, doesn't it? Quick uh, shout-out as well, Gail McCulloch. She's, uh, thanks for showing the games through YouTube. She's watching all the way from Canberra. Way to go. Here we go. From the nation's capital. The nation's capital. They've had a bit going on there the last couple of months, just quietly, Pete. And there might be soon. We've still got an election to come as well, whenever that finally gets called. And we should mention that there's a player from Canberra on Carlton's list, uh, Jessica Stramendoli. There we go. Uh, there she, we go. She's got a quad injury at the moment, but they expect her to be out for one or two more weeks. So around the halfway mark of the season, that she'll be coming in for Carlton. Chaos has left a comment too. Maybe I should start watching the VFLW games. As a Bombers fan in SA, we don't see much. Yes, tune in, Chaos. <laughs> yes. Tune in. Absolutely. The best call team in the game here at Wolf Radio as well. Remember, as I told, uh, as I told um, a few supporters that were listening to our call, including uh, uh, Catherine Leo, who's the unofficial women's president at uh, Essendon, she said she enjoyed the call, and I said, don't worry, the more you drink, the better we sound. There you go. <laughs> Gatorade, of course, and water. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's drink what you meant. Drink, That's what you drink, meant. drink responsibly and all so of that. Hopefully, Brooke Vernon being taken off, off the ground now on the stretcher. Ho hopefully, all's well with her. So, Brooke Vernon, you got it uh, confirmed as there? As, uh... Yep, number 31. Yeah, okay, yep. there we are. Brooke Vernon uh, taken from the ground on the stretcher. And uh, let's just hope that, if, if anything, it's... It, it's concussion protocols and whatever and it might yep. be just a couple of weeks and it's nothing too serious no neck damage yep. or anything else or, or or big effects like we, we've heard from Emma Grant which essentially ended yeah. her career at Collingwood yep. and we even see I know outside our code but Will, uh, Will Pachowski as well yeah, with yeah. Um, as you know his cricketing career is on the ropes really this constant concussion so AFL obviously bringing in this concussion protocol to, to deal with that that type of injury so hopefully all's well with with Brooke Vernon as uh, play gets back underway so the Blues will have it in the back pocket at the legend stand end of the ground and it's Gurr that has the footy and she goes long with a kick went through the hands of Turney who couldn't quite hang on to it now going back in there is Zanchetta Zanchetta got spun around umpire blows the whistle and which way will he indicate he indicates that's holding the football and that's a free kick for the Blues so they have the ball on the half-back flank on the city side of the ground. And I think Bill will go long up the line. It's a high ball. Handful of players go up for it. Morecambe was one of them. Couldn't hang on to a tackle laid on there immediately by Hosking. And the umpire says, let's call for another ball up on centre wing. Essendon 8-5-53. They're leading Carlton 1-1-7. Bit of a scramble at the moment, all the players. So... Borg winning the tap down. Hammond's around there for the Blues as well. Handball comes out towards <coughs> Brazali. Long, long kick up towards centre half forward. A pure one on one here. They do well, the Bombers defenders, though. Heil coming through for the Bombers. Hammond's in there for the Blues as well. Plenty of plays around this one. They shark the handball out. Clifford the target. Had Wilson on her hammer. Brazali there for company. Paddled it out in front of her. Went one way, then the other. Kick up towards centre-half forward. It's all Bombers here, though. Taking the relieving mark was Nelda. She goes immediately. Heil running back inside defensive 50. Conceding a little bit of ground. The kick out towards Crook. She's got Walker for company. Oh. That's holding the ball. Great tackle, Brooke Walker. She's toiled away all day and gets reward yeah, for her pressure. They need to do much more of that, Ethan. Three tackles are ready for her. Yeah, th th this is the only way they can get back into this game. It's going to be extremely hard, the, the deficit already. But they can get back. It's not impossible. And they just need to keep the pressure on like Essendon have done throughout their game. So Brooke Walker 
as a result of that tackle will take the free kick. She's 35 metres out. This kick is a high up and under one. It's not going to make the distance. Milford's sitting there. Ball falls towards the top of the goal square. Nanscorn's going to clean up the crumbs. It looks like it's probably going to come back in, though. Borg picked it up. Little handball back. Back towards the Cosmo. It's going to work its way back towards centre wing. But Carlton towards centre half forward. The kick wasn't exactly the best that kicks. Clifford came in. Calls a turnover. Now forward. The Bombers can go forward. Wilson sitting under it, though. She takes a mark. Smack bang in the middle of Icon Park. And the Blues can go again. And Wilson decides to work it sideways. And taking the mark is Brazali. Brazali goes inside 50 with a clever kick. And finds Amelia Klingbill. Klingbill hand pass off to Brazali. Brazali 45 metres out from goal. And it is wide, wide, wide. Much right better football by Rick Carlton then. They were creating the loose player going past and got three or four passes right out and got it up to the uh, forward pocket there. Unfortunately, the kick went out of bounds. And it's taken by Hosking now for the Bombers. He'll go high in the direction of Nanscorn. Got punched from behind by Thundercroft. Oh. All goes in there. Umpire says play on. Should have gone to happy. Should have gone to Specsavers. <laughs> as the ball is now out in the centre wing position. Trying to get in there is Grace Dicker. Jumping in there one more time is Jesse Davies. Dicker's now got it. Got the hand pass out to Janzetta. Look out, there's trouble. Got it across to Dicker. Dicker now being held by Goss. Now getting the footballs. Nadia Moore trying to give away the don't argue. Going in there is uh, Georgia Borg. Ball popped out one more time. Zanchetta. Getter came in there as well. Dicker lays on the tackle. And the ball spills over the boundary line and out of bounds. And now they're claiming it as it's accidentally hit the shin of an Essendon player. And so out of bounds on the full free kick. Yes. Coming back to Lily Goss. And the umpire says, you've got to come back on your mark. And you've got to do the yang. You've got to do all of that rubbish. I need to take a breather after that. That's <laughs> <laughs> just quietly. <laughs> Now, if it's, an inc- if it's incidental, if it's, an ac- if it's accidentally off the foot, are they still paying that as, as out of bounds, or is that just... I'm not 100% <laughs> sure on that. You know, the, 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 the rules are vague. They are, indeed. So it, was it paid as on the full? I think it might, might yeah, have been. been. It might have, have been. I think it yeah. might have been, yeah. on the back of a heel, come off yeah. over the... It was only a metre away from the ground, the boundary line, and it just come on the back of a heel. So Annie Lee, her kick forward, was chopped off by Danielle Marshall. She goes with the chippy kick over the top. It's OK. And Radford... She's racked up plenty of the footy today. Cherney makes a lead towards centre wing. She ignores that. She comes into the middle. Kicks okay. Marshall working her way up from centre half forward. Takes a mark in front of Milford. Just the defensive side of the centre square. So Marshall, she's got that big thumping kick. It's a low one up towards centre half forward. Cecilia McIntosh leading in the race of the football. Just bounced over her head. Gurr was in there. Little tap forward by Cornish was okay. Foul the way of Anthony. She lines her shot up towards goal. It skews right off the side of her boot. Out of bounds on the full by the looks of it. And the resulting free kick will go the way of the Blues. Let's get some thoughts from Ethan Wright. Well, they didn't score, but that's just amazing counter-attacking footy from, from Essendon. They just took the ball out of their own defensive, well, half, defensive third, and, and ran it up the ground. And if they, it hadn't bounced, they might have been in on goal. Short pass to Teresa Zempav-Leon, who has the football in the back pocket, city side of the ground. Legend stand end for those listening on warforadio.com. And it's going to be sent back from whence it came by the Bombers. The umpire falls A over T. (laughs) And a mark taken, not paid to Dicker. Got to get the hurry little hand pass off to Tierney. Now they work it sideways to Courtney Eugle. Eugle's got three to beat. Oh, Went well with done. a hand pass. It was smart oh, to Dicker. Well. And Dicker, a little too much hook on the kick. Amazing move. Fair Just luck, didn't fair turn luck. out. And Great it's handball. Away out of bounds on the full. And that means a free kick for the Blues. So deep inside defence. 
Uh, Carlton, and it'll be Gerd to take the resulting free kick from the out-of-bounds on the full. She drives it up towards half-back, over the head of Tiani. Boundary line might win out here, though. They paddle in front of it. Doing well there was Bill. She keeps it in front of her. Nance Gorn chasing back the footy for the Bombers. Oh, well done, Did Bill. really well. Handball inside was good. Coming out of meet, it was Crook. She drives it inside, yeah, oh. forward, 50. Great. Wilson went back with the mark. Mark taken by Davies. She's got a couple of leaders inside Ford 50. One of them's McIntosh. Oh, couldn't oh, take it. Ball fell out of her mitts. One way, then the other went Dicker. She snapped it towards oh, goal. It's going to trickle through. She had the snap about 30 seconds ago, but she gets the goal, Grace Dicker. Her first of the day. The Bombers go to 9-5-59. Uh, Carlton 1-1-7. And uh, Ethan, that's a uh, reward for work there from Dicker. She deserved that goal. She did. She fluffed her lines on the last attempt but she's she's toiled away all day in that forward line and finally gets her reward and the Bombers get their goal that probably puts this game with beyond any potential reach even though it's probably already dead and some further Na thoughts from Alan Matthews yeah Na Nance Gordon with that handball it was in the middle of the pack she hit it out wide and Essendon got the break missed the, the mark by McIntosh but sort of picked up and then a screwed goal and uh Back in front again with the, the Essendon still attacking down on their forward line. They're always been in front from what I've seen most of the game. Umpire throws the ball up in the middle of the ground and Georgia Borg wins it down again for the Blue Baggers. Trying to the hand pass across to Zampaletti on, but stolen away. I think it's Hugo that's got it. Who gets on the right boot. Goes express inside the forward line. Quick hand was on it by Mia Ray Clifford. Federica through. She's already got five. She lost control of the ball then. And the umpire says, you drop that one. That is a free kick going the way of Carlton. And in defence with Nicolau. She was actually originally on the Essendon list, now over at Carlton. Nicolau goes up the line looking for Lily Goss. Goss takes the mark on the paint in the defensive half. Now goes long up the ground. Little nudge there. Umpire says it's fine. You can play on as Hosking goes for a run. Now chips it inside 50, flying through the air. Wilson tried to put the hands up for it. Dick is waiting at ground level. Dick got rid of one. Dick uh -huh. didn't get rid of the second one. That should be dropping the ball. He said play on. In goes McIntosh. And she gets dispossessed of the ball by Moore. Moore goes sky high with the ball. McIntosh hit, hit, gets hit hard by her own teammate. Friendly fire as Goss now kicks the football out towards the halfback flank position. Zampan de Leon going there with uh, great, with Eugle. Eugle manages to lay the tackle. Georgia Borg kicked like a true ruck. It went nowhere. <laughs> ball on the ground. Walker did the old shepherding work. Here's the hurry kick up oh, towards the centering position. Whack. Could you hear the crunch? There was a big crunch. Indeed, and that is Danielle Marshall who gets up there. Get, I'm going to need the ice bath. <laughs> <laughs> so Danielle Marshall, courageous Mark courageous going back with Mark, the flight. She's been thrown down back by the Bombers this year and she's been a stalwart in that defence. Wilson was worked under the football. Ford was there for the Bombers. It fell the way of Goss. She had her kick well thwarted by Ford. Zampaglione burst her way through, got a handball to turn over though. Zanketa back to Crook, back to Ford. All via hand, they do it well here. Bombers go back inside Ford. 50, Wilson oh, sitting under it, went over her head. Annie Lee dropped what she probably should have taken. Clifford led in. Little handball out. Borg was in there and the umpire is going to call a push. It's going to go the way of Clifford against Annie Lee. So Just Clifford, she's too far out to score. 50 metres out. Low darting the ball. The yep. lead there. A through. Oh, she dropped, dropped it on the juggle. Took it from 35 metres out. The Blues defenders do well. Little kick up towards a half back. It might be okay. Two on one 
in favour of the Bombers, though, taking a really strong mark is Ellie Beal. She really needed to take that mark. She goes short. Now Walker and the Blues can go. They've got Milford out the back. Walker with the football. Holds it up. Wants some options. Where's she going to go? Towards the half-forward flank broadcast side of the ground. Hands are up by Milford. Ball got out to back to Aloise Ashley Cooper. Got the kick away before being pulled down. Kicks it in towards the middle of the ground. And taking it is Teresa Zampaglion. She has the football. She's looking for some options. She won't move it quick, though. She's just going to wait and try and set it up towards the hot spot. Oh, a nudge in the back. 50. And 50-metre ah. penalty for being late. That's a third. Copping it there is Nelda. She gets up going, oh, and she will go now towards the centre of the ground and try and set something up for the Bombers from here. They lead 9-5-59 to Carlton 117. You're on WARFradio.com, also on the VFLW YouTube stream. And whenever you come to the ground and we're here, you can hear us on 89.1 FM delay free. She's just feeling a little sore. The umpire blows the whistle for some time on. Eugle's just chatting to her, making sure that she's okay. Takes her breather, and now we'll have her kick. Nelda goes for the hand pass to make a fool out of me. Now goes to Eugle. <laughs> goes inside 50 with the oh, kick. Just went through the hands. They couldn't hold on to the football. Blues will clean it up, though. They come out towards the centre wing. Too much juice on the kick for the intended target, and that's taken by Morecambe at the Bombers. So Morecambe in front of the interchange gate here at Icon Park. She's assessing her options. Umpire tells her to go. Long kick up towards half four. Blues have got the numbers. Wilson there. Oh, jeez. They must. They buggered it all up, but Annie Lee's going to mop up the crumbs. Her kick towards Hammonds. Two on one in favour of the Bombers, and they win out. Heil, Hamble, Marshall in support. She can run and go. She's 65 metres out. A thumping kick towards the top of the goal square. Wilson out the back. It's going to trickle through just the wrong side of the goalpost and through for one behind. So the Bombers go to 9-6-60. Carlton. A 1-1-7, and uh, Ethan, you just saw the Blues, when they were going forward and that 4-0 forward, just a little bit too slow in possession. The Bombers, you look at the way that they move it forward, fast as lightning. They are, the Bombers, they're, they're just so, they're such a well-oiled machine, and the Blues are just a little bit clunky at the moment. They don't know what to do, they're not set up right, and they're, they're having to throw so much uh, back into defence. Oh. Marianna Anthony gets it across to Grey Sticker, who runs in 25 metres out from goal. Bang! And it's not making a difference. Essendon is still still scoring and the Blues are unable to, to score when they do get their limited time forward. Essendon go out to 10-6-66. Carlton 1-1-7 here on WARFradio.com. 89.1 FM at the ground and on the VFLW YouTube stream. You've got Peter Holden, Paul Sebastiani, Ethan Wright and here is Alan Matthews. The Carlton uh, defenders were... Of two or three minutes there, very good. Uh, blocking few coming in for that mark, which he got uh, punched away. But every time that Essendon come out there, they've always got one handball because they've got a player going past them. I'm saying it's a talking, but they've got it wide, not from the pack. It's out wide, given opportunities, and that's where she got that goal in because she was also in front by 10, 15 metres. And that's what the whole lot of Essendon's players are doing at the present stage. Alan Matthews on the special comments there. Back here with the restart. Nance going in there for the Bombers. Hell, without it, umpire said it was okay. Someone's lost a boot. Blues <laughs> defend well. I think it might be Nance going. She's lost the boot. I reckon she can still play without it just quietly. Thorny Croft for the Blues. Up towards half forward. Kick over the head of her intended target. And the Bombers take a relieving mark at half back. Kick oh, over oh. the head of Zanketa. Let's Brooke Walker in. She's got a bit of time and space. Kicks a wobbly one, though. She was falling as she kicked it. Bombers have got the numbers here, though. Kling Bill's around oh, it for the Blues. Handball to Zanketa, and now Ford. She's got an acre of space to run into. Short, short. So Ford 
Little kick over the top to McIntosh. Yet to wait for oh. it, though. Annie Lee just committed too much of the football. Cecilia McIntosh, two bounces. Runs inside Ford 50. Kick skews off the side of her boot. Target is through. Couldn't take possession of the football. She went back in, was tackled immediately. Good defensive pressure from DeCosmo, and she'll take the resulting free kick at fullback. I think they woke up a little bit with through there. They've got two Carlton players in the last two or three minutes here, blocking her. And her kick at the moment is very dangerous. Hosking is trying to do the spoiling work as they try to go to Nadia Moore, having to do the shepherding work. Hand pass quickly across to Lawrence. Lawrence under all kinds of pressure when Marshall oh. came at her. Manages to be well-weighted with the kick. And I think it's Clint Bill that's got the football out there. Now on the centre-half back position, who comes inboard with a kick, but it's read off best by the Bombers. It'll be sent back from whence it came. Towards Tierney, who's all by herself at centre-half forward. Now draws two Blues players. Got the kick away as she was being sandwiched. Probably should have gone the hand pass instead. The kick now by Honeybun. Just straight back to the Bombers in Marshall. Yeah, now Radford now going to McIntosh. Just getting a hand in there. Honeybun. Honeybun's got to get rid of two Bombers and then goes with an absolute worm burner of a kick. Trying to find Vanessa. Murphy, she won't get there first, but she does work at best. Murphy still got Mariana Anthony with her. Bombers player gets down behind play as uh, they jump on top of the pill, and the umpire is circling and will blow the whistle and call for a ball up. I will give some good news to Carlton supporters, though. As much as it's 59 <laughs> points, the difference, the biggest win between these two teams was when Carlton beat Essendon by 75 points back in 2018. That's bittersweet, Pete. That's, Much yeah. more bitter, though, I'll just tell you. So <laughs> from the restart, ball works its way inside, 50 for the Bombers. Good pressure there by uh, Mia Ray Clifford. She lays a tackle and will have it tossed up. And... Uh, well, the comments are streaming through on the YouTube uh, chat, <laughs> Pete, at the moment. Yeah, Diane Marshall leaving comments. Tanil as well. Chaos. Lee Wintershoven as well is in there too. So thanks for leaving all those comments from the Ruck contest, though. Thornycroft was in there. She's wrapped up immediately. Radford around her for the Bombers as well. Umpire calls play on. Now he comes back in and crosses himself and we'll have a ball up. And Diane Marshall has said, uh, you guys are doing a great job with commentating. Think. You should think about doing the rugby union. Those stand guys are woeful, Pete. Maybe a contract coming our way. Umpire says one for two high, which you wouldn't get in rugby union because they've got no necks. As as they pulled out, guess who? It's Renee Tierney. Diane Marshall. She's, of course, the art of. She'll be very happy. So in goes Renee Tierney. She'll be looking for her second goal of the day. She'll be lining up from almost directly in front, 25 metres out from goal. In she creeps. Does she get the goal? You bet she does. Of course she does. 11 6 for the Bombers. Carlton 117 here at Icon Park on WARFradio.com. If you want to join the team, if you want to volunteer, just click the volunteer link on our website. Let's hear some thoughts from one of our newest volunteers making his debut today, Ethan Wright. Another, another Bombers goal, another Bombers fluid attack. They, the, the Blues just cannot do anything to stop it and that that uh, record score that you said before the 70 what was it 72 point win or something that's probably going to get broken today to I think so <laughs> <laughs> we've got another quarter to go <laughs> uh, update from the AFL and the Collingwood game from Brent Sternberg he says um, uh, Brittany Brit Benici seriously oh, injured looks wow. like a possible uh, knee wow 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 that is one. huge news no out of that game as well so Hanging from on. the restart here a free kick will go the way of the Bombers, by the looks of it. No, the Blues. Blues will get a free kick. So Heaps of knee injuries. That's probably the biggest biggest thing to go. Do we move it out of summer? It is indeed. So Klingbeal from the restart. Milford out the oh. back. Takes the mark. Now that's a good attacking line from, from Carlton. That's that fluid. That's that quick 
that's something that Collingwood fans in the AFL team we've you know you see the the quick the quick footy works and it's worked today for Essendon and and Carlton have now had one instance and it well can she score the goal mind you it's uh, Stephanie Stephanie Lawrence who's taken mm. the part I beg my pardon so it'll be Stephanie Lawrence after the three-quarter time siren Trots in, 35 metres out, kick on its way. It's straight, but it's not going to make the distance. So no score from that set shot, and scores remain as they were. 11-6-72, the Bombers. Carlton, 1-1-7, and the goal kickers at three-quarter time. Frederica Frew with a bag. She's kicked five. Renee Cherney with three. Grace Dicker getting two, and Jesse Davies with the one as well. It's the Bombers comfortably at three-quarter time. Let's get some thoughts on how that third quarter played out with Alan Matthews and Ethan Wright. Yeah, the, <clears throat> the, the Carlton girls are, are trying their heart out, but unfortunately they're not mining up their men. Essendon are creating, like two or three times then McIntosh was clear by 10-15. Unfortunately, a couple of the, the balls stopped dead and she wasn't able to get the ball and it was punched away once there. But the Essendon, they, they get the clear, they're breaking away. I think it's great talking because from where we're looking at uh, up, up above them, they seem to be moving with that talking. So that's creating the Carlton ones at the moment. Had a couple of attacks. One then just unfortunately didn't quite get the goal. But there's not a lot of, enough of that. Their back line are really put under pressure all the time. You can hear the communication between the best and, and they're, like I said before, they're such a well-oiled machine. They know what they need to do and they're doing it. Carlton, they're just trying to catch up and they're playing behind the game and, and that when they do get those opportunities like they've just had a great quick bit of football as our papers go flying uh, with the open the window where um, they're, they're just not taking them. They've had a few inside 50s that have been good opportunities but they've that one they, they didn't kick it long enough they didn't score and is it a scoreless quarter now for them? was a scoreless quarter Definitely, yeah, one one seven. It's uh, they've been uh, held really well, the uh, the Blues forwards. But uh, I think the Bombers as well. Look, I mean, whether or not they put the queue in the rack now and just say because this is it's obviously pretty much game over now. But uh, they they are romping away with all their victories at the moment. But Pete, you've got a uh, an AFL women's update, a score score wise here. Yes, almost a quarter time in that game. Uh, Collingwood three two twenty leading the Bulldogs one three nine in a battle for sixth spot, but. Is it any good making six spot if you've lost another player possibly yeah, to a knee injury? Not, not ideal, and someone as important as Britt Benici as well. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here at three-quarter time in our VFLW Match of the Day on WARFradio.com and the VFLW YouTube stream. It is Essendon 11-672, leading Carlton 1-1-7. Life can be really tough when you or a close family member has cancer. But if you're 12 to 25, canteen's in your corner. Canteen provides whatever practical and emotional support you need, from connecting you with other young people who get what you're going through, to helping you develop new skills to cope, and just bringing back some fun into your world. So if cancer's messing with your life, check out canteen.org.au. And remember, Canteen's in your corner. Hi, this is Missy Higgins for RAD, recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. I see a lot of things at gigs, mostly people having a good time and a few drinks. But what I'd hate to see is someone getting behind the wheel after they'd been drinking. Being even a little bit over the limit makes it too easy to lose control. So if you plan to drink, plan ahead. Arrange a designated driver who won't drink. Remember, music lives and you should too. 
were at a party. Three little kids were playing in the pool, all under five. Adults were busy talking, glanced over, noticed a little one underwater. I think she needs help. That's how easily something can happen. It only takes a few seconds. Don't worry, the party had a happy ending. But we need to remember, fence the pool, shut the gate. Teach your kids to swim, it's great. Supervise, watch your mate and learn how to resuscitate. I'm Laurie Lawrence. Kids Alive, do the five. What do you listen to while you're waiting for the next VFLW game on Wharf Radio? Do you long for the days when radio stations played music that you knew without being constantly bombarded with ads and by announcers who want to make it about themselves and not about the music? Welcome to GoRadio.Live. We're here 24 hours a day, seven days a week, playing the very best music of the past 70 years. You can listen at www.goradio.live or better still, download the free goradio.live app for your Apple or Android device. Goradio.live, it's radio as it should be. Indeed, it is the VFL Women's Match of the Day. Don't forget our website, warfradio.com, if you want to volunteer or find out all about us. And thank you, by the way. I just want to give a quick shout-out to Neil Butler and uh, Barry Webster, who kindly donated money um, a, a week or so ago to allow us to buy new headsets uh, for our commentary team because they cost around about 220 bucks each. And, uh, Paul, we actually... well. Audio-technical-wise, we actually sound better. I'm not sure on the way of content. But <laughs> from a technical point of view, we sound a lot better. We do. Ah, oh, no, mate, they're tuning into the VFLW live stream. I'm sure there's, is, there's a mass of them on the uh, the Wolf Radio stream as well. And uh, shout-out to Shannon as well. Uh, she's in the comments there too, so... The, uh, the chat section is, is going off, Pete, so uh, I think we might be doing something, right? And with a possible <laughs> Britt Benici serious knee injury, um, Brent Stenberg replies that they've actually had Bree Davey on the sideline checking in on her, Ooh. and it's not looking great. <laughs> so we, our fingers are that it's just a knock and it's not too bad, but, uh, yes, we've been talking about the knee injuries. Uh, we should say hello on the live chat, by the way, to LB Gods, who's uh, listening in, Shannon Gore as well, who yep. used to tend the footy with Shannon. Yes, 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 right up in these, uh, in these old Stands here at Icon Park, right in front of the caller's boxes. Shannon and her uh, her old man Frank. We're uh, all mad Carlton people, so uh, we haven't had too much to cheer about today and over the last few years, but uh, hopefully that changes uh, in the next couple of years. Absolutely. And also to uh, Joseph Brancatasano out there watching as well. Oh, he's had a good crack at us here. Yeah, yeah, Sands other than being part of the battering. So, uh, so I saw Brecker and I go, I wonder if that's you know, related to the, you know, Brecker and Jose Carlton. I was like, nah, nah, just laid one and then Nah, nah, it's okay. Yeah. We love the banter. It's okay. No problems at all. I mean, Nothing that, personal. I mean, yeah. Alan, you've been around since the VFA days, mate. Yeah. I mean, you just got to love that little bit of... Essendon Carlton's got that rivalry and you just, you're just hoping at <laughs> AFLW level it does actually cinder into that type of rivalry. Yeah, it certainly does. And I'll, I'll just throw one into your point of view of a Carlton which uh, I used to coach athletics or whatever with Anthony Kudafidis. Oh. Uh, one of the icons. Loved him. Absolute <laughs> star. Him. The Greek god, the Adonis, <laughs> as we called him back there. But uh, underway back here at Icon Park for final quarter action between Carlton VFLW and Essendon VFLW. Nalda. Little handball away from the stoppage. Fell in the lap of four, which is wrapped up immediately. And we'll have another ball up in the centre of Icon Park. It is the Bombers leading it at the moment by a long, long way. 65 points to be exact. Zanketa, one possession of the football. Anthony was around there for the Bombers. Thornycroft in there over the top of her. And we'll have our third ball up in the middle. 
Restarted again. Borg versus Nelda. Borg wins it down. Sarah Ford got the hand pass. The umpire said, no, 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 no. That's a throw. You can't do that. And that means a free kick going the way of the Blues. And they'll have the ball right in the middle of the ground. She's looking for some options. Amelia Klingbill will now just go long and inside 50. Marshall from behind got the punch at the crucial moment against Imogen Milford. Marshall got pushed off the ball by Milford, but Milford went to ground. She's immediately caught by Ashley Cooper. As Ali get a hurry kick around the corner, close towards the boundary line. Nelda chases after the football, got it. Tries to go with a hand pass along the boundary line. Morecambe going in there as well. Bumped her opponent and Brooke Walker off the ball, and the ball went over the boundary line and out of bounds. 35 metres around from the right point post for Carlton. They trail 117 to 11.672. So it'll be Nelda and Milford to do battle in the ruck by the looks of it. And a swath of players around uh, this contest. Ball, I think it almost hit the head of Nelda there. Ball fell out the back there to Zanketa. She was slung as she was tackled. Umpire is going to call the ball up. She's almost on the edge here of that dangerous sling tackle. But the umpire said it was okay. Zanketa's back up. That was a 720, not yeah. a 360. <laughs> so from the restart, Nelda and Lawrence do battle in the ruck. Lawrence won the tap down, though. Nalda got the handball out. Lawrence barging her way through. Kick off the grounds, okay. Honeybun in there for the Blues. Really good tackle by Honeybun. That's got to be holding the ball, umpire. No, said it was a handball. Play on. Ball falls away, the Bombers. Ford with a clearing kick. Cecilia McIntosh is the target. She got bumped off the footy really well by Gurr. Blues go back inside, Ford oh, 50. Uh, in the pack. And a good mark. I think it's Klingbeal who's taken it. It is indeed. And she'll go back, line it up from 35 metres out to try and kick the blue second. So Klingbeal, she's toiled away all day for the blues. I'm not sure, but I think the breeze has come up helping Carlton towards that end now. So Klingbeal, 35 metres out, slight angle, kick on its way. It's a goal. So Carlton gets its second of the day. They're 2-1-13. Consolation goal, really, in the scheme of things. The Bombers, 11-6-72. And Ethan, well, I think Klingbeal deserved that goal. She's been really good in the heart of midfield for the Blues today against, well, a Bomber tsunami, really. She, do she does, and she has been. It's 14 touches for her today, disposals, that is. Um, 11 kicks. She's been... She's not handballed too much, but she's been tackling as well. She's always been around the ball. Her and Goss have been really the only shining lights for the... Well... There has, you know, been a few others, but they're they're the big names that have that have actually stepped up for for Carlton today in what has been a very disappointing display. Umpire with the ball back in the middle of the ground, looks around, makes sure everyone's in position, and then throws the pill high in the air. Borg wins out again in the contest. Ford immediately wrapped up by Goss, brought to ground. Ball squeezes out. Nanscorn tried to jump in there, couldn't extract the pill. Klingbill in there as well. Immediately wrapped up by Nanscorn, and the umpire will take the football back and restart the play. Round four matchups have been set, but we don't have dates and times yet, so keep an eye on the social media accounts, particularly in Twitter, at VFL, for your confirmed dates and times of VFLW round four action. As the umpire will again take the ball back. Thornycroft was last to the ground there, gives the ball back to the umpire. Up again we go. Ball wins it down. Hyle's going to get there first. Klingbill's immediately got her wrapped up. Oh, she's juggling it. Going to be pinned, I wonder. Umpire says no. I'll ask for the football back. And we'll try and restart the play again. We will indeed. Borg's been getting a lot of the knockout, but the, uh, the on-ballers haven't been helping her out. Yeah, the on-ball brigade for the Bombers has really got on top in this second half. Klingbill dropped the footy, but she was held when she was dispossessed. 
So she'll get the resulting free kick and the Blues can go back inside forward 50. So Klingbeil gets the handball to Brizali. She's done a lot of that today. This a kick inside forward 50 over the head of her intended targeting. Goss, she's going to go back in and win the football. Oh. Lawrence was there for company handball to no one in particular. Bombers win out. Naldo, although, fell back in the lap of Lawrence and just ricocheted off oh. her foot. Ford kept it alive, though. Hosking, low little darting balls. Not the best at kicks. Falls into the lap. Hammonds lines it up from about 35 metres out. And it's to the near side and through for one behind. So the Blues, 2-2-14. The Bombers, 11-6-72. And, uh, well, this would be a positive sign for the Blues late in this game. I know the game's done, Ethan, but uh, they're, they're still pressing. They are, they are. They're, they're still coming. And this second half has been not an amazing display, but it has been better than that, that first half. The Bombers haven't scored too much this half. And Nanscorn goes long and high with the kick through the hands there. Mariana Anthony goes to the boundary line and out of bounds. I do wonder with that um, uh, Brooke Vernon injury and the stop of play, if that perhaps stopped the Essendon momentum and just allowed Carlton to at least compose themselves a little. Could very well be. I think that's such an... In you know, when that, when that happens, it's tough to sort of pick it up back, yeah, yeah. back again and get the, the energy back into the legs. But maybe Essendon going into a bit of, you know, a little bit of a conservative frame of mind coming into this last quarter. Ball is thrown back into play. It's spinning back in over the head of both Borg and Nelda. Quickly picked up by Lily Goss, who tried to put it on the boot with a little dinky kick. Didn't go too far. Wrapping around the hand pass over the top to Nanscorn. Nanscorn put it on the right boot, leading in the Grace Dicker direction. Dicker takes the mark in front of Zampaglion. Dicker with the football for the Bombers. She's defensive side of centre wing. Gets on the right boot. It sets it up high. Here comes Mia Ray Clifford from behind. Couldn't get there in time. Taken to the front by Wilson who tried to fire out the hand pass. In goes uh, Eleanor Cornish also jumping in there as well. Cecilia McIntosh. Nanscon's got the football out to Eugle. Eugle got a weave through traffic. Draws the players. Goes the handball. Radford's waiting for him from Cornish who dropped it cold. Oh. Going in there Radford. Is she dispossessed? Should have been. And the umpire blows the whistle and calls for a ball up. It is an interesting <laughs> yeah. non-decision. There's been a lot of those today, Pete, but uh, hasn't taken away from what's been a good contest for the Bombers just quietly. Oogle trying to barge her way through the stoppage. Umpire calls play on as soon as she's wrapped up and we'll have another stoppage. Pretty much do it from exactly the same spot we did it 10 seconds ago. Oogle, she's free around this stoppage. Now she's picked up. Borg won the tap. Nanscorn laid the tackle. Hey, that was on. a hold. Yep. And Brazali's going to play on for the Blues. She darts through centre, which no she's got there's. absolutely nothing to go to. Still got nothing to go to. She went one way, then the other. Retreats, goes back. That's all she could do, and yep. nothing down the field. Thornycroft, the kick up towards Borg. She almost tried to juggle the mark. Nan scorn, put up the don't argue. Was tackled as soon as she won it. Borg with a kick back. Maybe not the required 15. No umpire says it was. Kick towards Brazali's okay. She plays on immediately. Someone hurt. And uh, there is someone hurt. I think it might be uh, Linson who's hurt for the Blues. Ball works its way up towards centre-half forward. Being tackled as soon as she won the football was Ali Bill. We'll keep an eye on that injured Carlton player. I didn't see what happened, but she hasn't, hasn't moved on her knees there. She hasn't moved. So we're going to get a stoppage of play here. I think it might very well be Charlie Linson. She's in the hands of trainers at the moment. So we're going to get a stoppage of play here. We've travelled just over eight minutes into this final term. Well, we've got that. Just a quick look at the live chat on YouTube. Hello to Wesley Hole listening in and Nazia uh, Rose as well. And uh, it looks like just some random overseas person has stumbled into our chat because <laughs> Alex Acosta goes, are these blowouts pretty common in Aussie Oof. rules football? 
Not that common. Not that common, but if you're following Essen and VFLW <laughs> team this At year, the they are that yes. common. <laughs> As uh, we wait for Linton to come from the ground, gets the tap over the shoulder from Honeybun. Yep. She seems okay. Looks like she's okay. Maybe winded. Probably yeah, copped a knock winded, by the looks yeah. of it. Yeah. I think it was just a coming together with... Uh, That's a 10. Of the player, it's 10. But yep. yep, so Charlie Linton definitely. Off the ball. It was just, just one of those knocking shoulders together and... Hopefully she's all right. We restart again in the middle of the ground. Nan Scorn is going to be first. Again. The ball, she can just... It's like a piece of soap. It just waits in for it <laughs> goes through no her leg. Now she gets the football back. Nan Scorn gets on the right boot. Got a player on and Yugel in the middle of the ground. Yugel's going to go for a run. Yugel goes for a flat oh. kick. Oh, just out of the hands there. Cecilia McIntosh. Zampan Leona just hold her ground. Went, thank you. And then kicked straight up the line looking for Thornycroft. Thornycroft who got away from Marshall. Now kicked it long for Imogen Milford. Two to beat, but the ball might sit well for her. Just no off of it at the crucial moment. Austin trying to get the ball in front of herself. All the right. umpire says, you took slight possession of that Tasman crook and then you threw it and you can't do that. And that is a free kick going the way of Imogen Milford. Let's get some thoughts from Ethan Wright. This is much better footy from uh, from Carlton than there. Hopefully they can take this chance. And it's it's almost like Essendon was during that, that really good period in the first half. They've just getting the ball and just going and being able to hopefully convert. Imogen Milford will be kicking from approximately 38 metres, almost on a 45-degree angle. She'll be looking for her second of the day and Carlton's third. Milford to the legend stand-in. Good kick. Kicks it high and kicks it straight. 3-2-20, Carlton, Essendon, 11-6-72. Milford has two. And let's get some thoughts again from Alan Matthews and Ethan Wright. Again, in a point of view of Carlton there, I'm not sure I'd say the Essendon's uh, are slowing down. They're not. Just that I think Carlton are creating a little bit of space and where they've got the opportunities. They were given that opportunity. I know it was a free kick, but they forced themselves down. And as I said, I'm not sure if that breeze is helping coming up there, there at the moment. 30 disposals now for Radford and Nanskowen, 19. Oh, that coffee's looking good, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Cancels each other out, buddy, remember. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I remember. So, Jug Bear says go Dons, and I think you're going to get your win today. Yeah, I think so, just quietly, <laughs> yep, yep. Call that one about uh, halfway through uh, the last don't quarter. Don't tell me we got this 5 6 <laughs> yep, oh, we're going again. Geez, but should that, that not be a free kick that, because they've already been warned for it? Uh, it's each that, quarter. That's okay, quarter right. Okay. Per game. Okay, there I was we go. I going to say that's the second time. So Wilson and Nalda to do battle in the ruck. Ball fell the way of Cross. She got a handball over the top. Was okay. Honey bun. Blues are going to go back inside forward 50. The target over the head there are Lawrence. They do well here, the Bombers. Little dinky kick though over the head of Radford. Coming up for possession, 31. If she could get it, she couldn't. Wilson tapped it to Brazali. Oh. They fell away of Oogle. Went one way. Little handball to Zanketa. Over the top to Radford. She's going to get possession. 31 before she's run down. Ford. She can go inside. Ford, 50. Frederica Frew's the target. Dick is there as well for the Bombers. Frew gets out the off back. The and she kick it off the oh. ground? No, it's across the face. Fair luck. She'd almost hit Carlton for six then, but uh, it's gone through for one behind. So the Bombers go to 11-7-73. Carlton 3-2-20, and here's Peter Holden. Here on WARFradio.com, your home of women's footy. Uh, along with uh, Brent Sternberg on the B-10, we brought you four games this weekend. 
And it feels like it as they go along <laughs> towards the halfback flank position. Oh, Immediately wrapped up there is cool. Lily Goss. Hand pass out was a hot potato now to DeCosmo. Now the Blues will kick it towards the centre square. Trying to put the hand up for it is Radford. The umpire says no, it was taken that clean wide. by Hammonds. Hammonds is going to go towards the centre halfback position. Finds Brazali. Brazali originally recruited out of Diamond Creek. Now goes long with the kick. Good side finds Brooke Walker. Brooke Walker, Texas Ranger. Goes inside 50. Brilliantly spots Good up bye. Imogen Milford who beats out Crook. And now we'll be having a shot on goal, considering it at least, from about 45 metres out in the 45 degree angle. Yes, she is. Carlton playing a lot more freely than they have been the last three quarters. Kelly Soane's giving the umpiring a, a bit of a bake on the live chat as well. <laughs> <laughs> as we wait for Imogen Milford to have... Her attempt at kicking a third goal today in Carlton's fourth as we go to the Ligon Street end. Love me a bit of a feed for Ligon Street, Pete. Pizza's <laughs> on you, buddy. As it Pizza. comes in, Imogen yeah. Milford kicks it high oh, in the air. That's it got there. Nelda was uh, on the line. The goal on pie says it got goal. there. Just got there. That's a third. Imogen Milford has three goals, and Carlton goes to 4 2 26. Essendon 11-7-73 here in our VFLW match of the day. And let's get some thoughts on Ethan Wright. Well, th where was this Carlton the rest of the game? They just come out, whether it might be that Essendon are kind of, you know, just said, oh, we'll just carry this one through. We've got the, you know, we've got the win. Um, but th this Carlton is just playing amazingly. Just happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's all just clicking for them now, but it is too little, way, way, way too late. So we'll be back underway here in the middle. Hopefully the umpire has got everyone in position this time. It looks like we are. So it'll be Borg and Nalda to do battle in the ruck. It's been a good battle. Borg's been really good for the Blues today. Klingbeal has been as well. Her kick around the body's not great. Chopped off. Bombers. Winger there in Anthony. Yeah. She's been really good for the Bombers as well this year as Anthony. Really keeping her with and providing plenty of running carry. Ford out wide. She's got Heil. Taps it out in front of her. Honey Bunny pursuit. Almost ended up back with the footy did hole. She's got uh, her uh, teammate in there for uh, a bit of assistance. So the kick around the body is not the greatest. Look, look, look. It was Morecambe who calls a turnover kick. And that kick, geez, by Klingbeal, not the best either. Thornycroft. She's got Annie Lee for support. Picked it up. Tierney's in hot pursuit. Kick forward by Annie Lee. Imogen Milford coming out to meet the football. She's got to beat a two-on-one. Bounce in front of her. Anthony wins possession of the ball. Bombers can go back up towards half forward. Dicker's there. Zampaglione wrapped her up. Really good tackle. Good tackle. Dicker got the handball out, though. Nanscorn with a kick inside forward. 50. Tierney's there. Bounce one way, then the other. Tierney went back in. Davies was there. So was Cecilia McIntosh. Went round her opponent. Snap up towards the top of the goal. Square through. Can she get her six? She snaps around the body and oh, kicks her six. Goal. goal of the day. <laughs> Frederica Fruit tapped it out in front of her. One clean possession. Snapped it over her shoulder and kicked a magnificent goal. She gets her six. The Bombers get their 12th. They go to 12-7-79. The Blues are 4-26. And, well, that is the goal of the day. That's a point of view, again, that being in front is a, an asset from any of the forward line players. If they've got that metre clear, it's very, very, very hard for a back person to break away. I'm saying for the Eston girls when they're at training during the week, when they first see Frederica through, they've got to do the Billy Bowden style six. You know, <laughs> the slow creep up with the crooked fingers and give the indication that's six. She's got six today. 
A superb effort, and the Bombers go out to 12.779, leading 4.226 here on our match of the day coverage. Ford out of the middle, kicks it long towards the half-forward playing position to Davies. He's got to try and... Oh, you won't dance around Abby oh, Jordan. Oh, that's good. Cool. Got spun around and around and around, and she got spun around anymore. It would have been like a BG soundtrack. <laughs> and it will be a free kick for the Blues at the half-back flank. They go short to Thornycroft. Thornycroft with the footy. She wants to go short again. Works out okay. It was a bit of a back and forwards football there. So you, you were a Saturday night fever job, wasn't <laughs> Yeah, it? indeed. As Hammonds goes towards the middle of the ground. Lawrence couldn't quite hang on to it. Radford is there. Radford comes away with a football. Gets on the right boot. Going towards the half-forward flank position for Davies. Davies spun around again. Kicks it in towards in Renee Tenney, who takes a mark. mark. Probably outside her range. It's when put boots the ball on the paint 50 metres out from goal. Getting a bit of attention behind players. Nan scored as well. Lead, lead yep, McIntosh. going for oh, McIntosh. Docked out of her hands. Brianna Gurr is there. Goes the hand pass off to Borg. Borg nearly had the Reg Grundy's pulled down by McIntosh. Got the hand pass away. Rosali would come out of defence for the Blues. Goes out towards the centre wing position with a long ball. Trying to run onto oh. it in the end, but overrunning it was Lawrence. Lawrence goes in back in and buries the rest of an opponent. The umpire says, no, it's fair. And I will call for the football back. And we'll ball it up. Aloise Ashley Cooper, the player caught on that occasion. Some thoughts from Alan Matthews. Again, this whole like attacking or unfortunately they didn't come off with that lead from McIntosh. Just probably a, a size let her down, a fraction didn't quite get there. But still attempting. She was swung around a little bit, and then the ball's come back over to the towards the wing now, and it's been a free kick. So from the stoppage, ball worked its way over the boundary line, and uh, the resulting free kick is going to go the way of Hugel. She goes short to Nanscorn. Marks on her chest in front of Thornycroft. Two best players, I reckon, on the day. So she's going to slow things down and just wind down the clock here. Just over 18 minutes gone in this final term. Bombers are home. They're going to be three from three so far this year. Jenny oh, just good working Zampagliani under the ball. Big size differential oh, oh, there. And it kicks a shocker. <laughs> Murphy. Bella. Didn't expect it. She kicks up towards centre-half forward. Marshall sitting under it. She had the sun in her eyes there, though. Quick kick off the ground. Blues go inside forward 50. Crook's got time and space. Little handball was OK. Marshall went back in on her left boot. Rosali's there. Oh. She's going to try to barge through. She's got an open goal. Kick up towards the top of the goal square. Lawrence sitting under oh, it. Couldn't no. take it. Maybe a bit of time and space. Hosking won the tap, though. Walker's in there for the Blues. Laying a good tackle there, though, was Bill. Falls away at Milford. Can she kick her fourth? No, she gets a handball over to Walker, who tries to snap it. Honeybun's in there as well. Right next oh. to the goalpost. And a great defensive effort. Rush through for one behind. It's, it's great work from both sides then. They were both attacking each other. Um, one didn't get the bounce, the others did, and vice versa. And they were still attacking every which way in the, for about two or three minutes from both sides. Marshall kick out of defence. Essendon 12-7-79. Carlton 4-3-27. Gets the hurry up from the umpire and elects to go straight down the guts. It's a dangerous kick. Late spoil from behind by Borg. Now the hurry kick along the carpet. The Essendon try to go inside their centre square. Now calling out for it is Cornish. Cornish gets the football, goes with the hand pass back. Just spinning around there with a little chip kick as Radford was immediately smothered off the boot by Goss. Borg went in there again. Borg just trying to fight her way through. Hands and knees type stuff at the moment. Radford jumps in. Goss there as well. Eagle watches on and the umpire calls for the ball back. And we get some thoughts from Ethan Wright. 
Well, this this is if you know the scoreboard, this game has been has been quite a, an exciting one. You know, it's, it's it's been pretty evenly matched, and I think as time ticks away now, Siren about to go. If the Bombers can get another goal here, then they'll be able to probably say this last quarter was a was a very good one for them. Sarah Ford now going short to Courtney Eugle. Eugle takes the mark, has the ball at the half-back flank, looking for some options to try and spot up. Nelda was one of them that was calling for it and finds her on centre wing broadcast side in front of the interchange gates. That is Simone Nelda. Essendon Ruck, now part of the leadership group, goes up the line, very good to Jordan Zanchetta. Jay-Z, as they call her, has got the football. Should be Jay-Z, in my opinion. Let's get grammatically correct. <laughs> now goes up and manages to spot Amelia Radford. So Radford with the footy. Decides to go to go to Renee Tierney. Punched the football away. And cleaned up there by Thornycroft for Carlton as the siren sounds at Icon Park in Carlton. And the Bombers remain undefeated. Their percentage was over 1,000 before we started this game. Be frightening to look at it now. The Bombers 12-7-79, defeating Carlton 4-3-27. It's only 595 now, isn't it? It's gone down. Yep, should go on down because Essendon, yep. uh, well, Carlton yeah. kicked a bit more. You could, you could say this is a poor game from Essendon because they conceded so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Essendon supporters will be filthy online. They'll be going, what happened to our percentage? <laughs> A nah, big win for them today, Pete, and uh, fully deserved as well. Just a class above in the end. I mean, the, uh, you can't knock the Blues for, for the way that they toiled away all day and their effort around the contest too, but that's um, that's something in football that you can't... I mean, effort's not really something you can afford. It's the bare minimum. I think just yeah. the, the way that the Bombers move the ball and the way that they purposefully move the ball going inside forward 52 and the way the numbers in midfield just, just ended up being way too much in the end for the Blues to handle. Interestingly enough, in the last two games, the Bombers um, really blew out the margin by completely running oversides in the final quarter. This time it's different. All the damage done in the first three quarters but didn't quite finish it out, allowing Carlton to get those um, the easy ones at the end. Yeah, they had the luxury too of maybe taking the foot off the gas as well and just remaining in, in that conservative frame of mind too. So, But again, to the Blues' credit, look, they, they, they battled away hard in the last quarter and, and Milford got some really good reward for effort at, at the end of the day too and Amelia Klingbill was, was strong in midfield again against the weight of numbers that was, was going to be very hard to win out on. Alan Matthews, I want you to break it down. Why did Essendon win today? The, they won because... Uh, they were first of the ball, and they have said most of the day they were leading up front. When they were passing the ball, you could see the lead. You had McIntosh and the others coming down, and they were in front, and Kieran coming in, and Fur getting those other four or five goals, or six, what she finished up with. But they were determined. They opened it right out. The packs weren't formed from when they were down on their forward line, whereas the Carlton going down there, they had the Essendon back line going very, very tight. Uh, every time the solo Carlton got some sort of opportunity, it was blocked and smothered and, and, and stopped from getting their momentum going. But every time that way, uh, Essendon got their momentum going. There were three or four passes kicking to each player, and that made it easier for their forward line to, to create. Ethan Matthews, you've been keeping on the stats, mate. You can break it down when it comes to the players who've got the stats and also the possession as well. How much were these two sides separated? Well... Not by much. Again, as it was at half-time, 54% the way of the Bombers, um, the possession. But it was it was those big winners, Radford with 24, Nenskowin with 21. So no, no coffee for you. But um, <laughs> uh, Goska, 19, and Brazali, 18, with uh, Klingbeal, 17 for the 
the Blues, but other than that, it was basically the Bombers show. Eagle got 17 as well. And of course, 6-1, sorry, 6-2 for Frew. Amazing performance. Absolutely. The goal kickers, as we break them down, Frederica Frew, six goals for Essendon. Renee Tierney with three, two to Gray Sticker, one to uh, Jesse Davies. And uh, we look at Carlton, we've got three for Imogen Milford and one to Amelia Klingbill. Uh, just about time to almost wrap things up here on our mm -hmm. VFLW coverage. But uh, before we go, we take a sneaky peek look at next week. They haven't locked in the dates and times yet for round four. Uh, I know they were waiting upon what the AFLW were going to do. AFLW have locked in rounds nine and ten. So by theory, VFLW rounds four and five should be locked in next. Keep an eye on social media on the VFL uh, social accounts. But these are the matchup, boys. Casey versus the Bulldogs. I think we will be all assured that Casey will be favourite going into this game. Three and zip versus zip and three. Essendon versus Weemstown. You'd think that'd be a, a very heavy Bombers win. Yeah, yeah. I think, think Weemstown so. will put up a fight, but I just, yeah, I think the Bombers are there. The Cats and the Saints down at, uh, that'll probably be at Deacon Uni. I just said, now that Saints won, that might be a little bit different. Bit of confidence going in. I don't know. I think Geelong will be favourites, but I think yeah. they actually might have yeah. uh, might have a contest this time around. Uh, Carlton back up against Port Melbourne. Intriguing game that. Port Melbourne out with Intriguing a lot of injuries. Game. They are indeed. Look, Carlton again. I think if they can bring what they did in the last quarter to that game there, I think they should Certainly. be able to get the the chocolates in that one. But uh, yeah, must win for the Blues. Collingwood versus Hawthorne. That's an intriguing game. Tight one, that one. Very intriguing game. Uh, Collingwood are not going as well as last year as uh, two, but uh, look, they'll be there. They'll be there or about. You'd think it'd be a win for them, but uh, that's going to be a close one as well, Pete. And a 0-3 and three North Melbourne versus a 1-3 and three Darabin. I'll remind you, despite Darabin struggling last year, one of their wins was against yes. North at Arden Street. Exactly. Uh, all right, they've just like, like what's a... A little bit from yesterday's game, and they were again a little bit behind, similar to a Carlton point of view, not letting the their opposition get a thing. They they were not tight; they were a little bit loose. And to a point, that's what Carlton done in the first half here today. That same type of thing; they were loose, and then they didn't. I think they scored one or two points. Um, in their final score. Around the grounds as well, Pete. Uh, the Pies, 38 against the Bulldogs, 21. 6-2-38 to the Doggies, 3-3-21. The Pies look on track there at halftime, leading by 17 points. Not quite over yet. Not yet. But, <laughs> no, but no, no. Yeah, they're, they're, they are in a good position, the uh, Magpies. No, no, Ethan's going to go rushing off straight away to bring up that <laughs> game on his phone to be able to watch that. So time to wrap up here. Thank you very much again to those on the camera today in uh, Sarah and Peter Rainbird, who looked after all the things on the VFLW YouTube stream side of things. Uh, big thank you again to Ethan Wright, and congratulations on your debut today yep, with well WAF done. Radio. Well done, thank you. Yeah, it's been great, and yeah, good game, and happy to be here. And to Alan Matthews again uh, for your third game with us. Uh, Alan, thanks once again for your special comments on this clash between Essendon and Carlton. No worries. So it's, uh, as I said, the games I've had so far have been very, very exciting from the point of view. Getting into this type of uh, um, activity, if you want to call it, uh, it's been tremendous. I've been finding it very, very good and enlightening. I'll get a few comments from my uh, Super Rules people and all that that I'm connected with. So my family said, I'm not going to talk to you no more because you, you're on, I talk to you all the time. <laughs> I listen to you on the radio and things like that. <laughs> and once again, to the man that you hear on Blue Abroad and the Jumper Punch, and of course, he is also the Wizard of Oz. 
that you hear on Bet Deluxe when you go on their social media pages. Paul Sebastiani. I know I owe you a coffee for George and Anscom, <laughs> but, mate, the coffee's going to taste sweeter that you owe me than <laughs> S&B Carlton today. It's, it's a cancel out, isn't it? You can yeah, buy one yeah, for me yeah, next yeah. week. I'll buy one for you the week after. So, no, pleasure to do it again, Pete, and uh, looking forward to doing it all again next week. Big round of VFLW action coming up. Indeed. Today it was Essendon 12-7-79, defeating Carlton 4-3-27 here at Icon Park. I'm Pete Holden on behalf of the commentary team. Thank you very much for your company and listening to us on WARFradio.com and on the VFLW YouTube stream. Bye for now.